Let's talk about our democracy for a minute. <laughs> but let's do it in a way that makes the snowflakes' heads explode. Let me be clear before this podcast begins. We are loud, loud proud, proud, and do not give a fuck. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Real and raw political and social commentary. The freedom to oppress the rights of other people is not liberty, you shit-eating moron. Ah, the smell of freedom of speech. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast, and this is Tony Michaels. Hey, Tony, fuck them. Weird days are upon us. Strange history is being made. The news today is very diverse. Hmm. But we will dig into it today. Is anyone else dressing up for Halloween? <laughs> I can't wear sunglasses. I, I just I just don't like the glasses. I'll wear my hat, my Halloween hat. How do you like it? Can you guess I'm from the, am I from the 80s or am I from the 90s? I don't know. It's the best I can do for a Halloween costume here on the Tony Michaels Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. It is Friday. You know what that means? Bonehead of the week in the second hour of the show. The second hour of the show, Bonehead of the Week, where you vote, you decide who is the Bonehead of the Week, and me and my co-host, whether he's at his home studio or somewhere in a deep state bunker, <laughs> we will break it down for you every single Friday. So don't forget to stay tuned for all two hours. Um, it sounds like there's going to be a press conference for Paul Pelosi. I'm not really sure exactly on what time. I just uh, Someone had just uh, messaged me, so I'm still checking into that as we speak. We will, um, if, if we can cover that. I don't know if you guys know the news, but Paul Pelosi was attacked. In his home, there was a break-in. Um, the news is, is that someone used a hammer. Uh, if you guys don't know who Paul Pelosi is, he is the husband of the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. Of course, the right wing is absolutely going, oh, you can't tell it, violence and uh, crime, crime, Democrat, Joe, Joe Biden, uh, laptops, and, and um, uh See, you got to build a wall. They don't have a really good excuse for political violence. Because there is no excuse. There's no excuse for political violence. There's no excuse for threats. There's no excuse to harass. There's just none other than they're losing. Steve Scalise says this morning that America is going the way of, of Italy to the right. If you don't get out and vote, if you don't make your fucking voice heard, it just may. And there may be more of this type of violence, and there may not be any investigations behind it. That's what happens in far-right countries, in authoritarian regimes. That's what happens. So, what are you going to decide this morning? As we're watching history be made... Of a Speaker of the House spouse being brutally beaten with a hammer in the privacy of their own home. Because why? Because you're scared of Nancy Pelosi? That's the actual facts. They are terrified. Terrified of Nancy Pelosi, folks. 
absolutely terrified. They are terrified that she's going to remain the Speaker of the House. So much so that they're willing to break in and brutally beat her spouse, her husband, her husband, to try to scare her away. And I doubt it works. I doubt it works. That's one thing that these right-wing little pukes do not understand. They don't get it. Liberals are not weak, you dumb motherfuckers. They won't, they will not, they will not scurry for threats. You actually, there are people out there that believe that Democrats don't own weapons. Two Abros running around talking about the Second Amendment, how cool they are. And they don't realize that there's a lot of people out there that have that same right. And they exercise the right to bear arms. There's a lot of them that don't understand that. There's a lot of them that don't understand there's people all over this country, not just in blue states, are in San Francisco where they where they went to attack Nancy Pelosi's husband. They don't understand that people will stand for democracy. And we're not just going to give it away. Jesus Christ, this morning on, on Twitter, Constitutional Republic is trending. And I'm sure Constitutional Republic's trending because they don't understand that a Constitutional Republic is a democracy. They don't fucking get it. They forgot to go Google the fucking words before they started tweeting about how well, we're not a democracy, we're a constitutional republic. Because this is the bullshit. This is what the media is feeding you. Is that the Democrats have already lost. Don't count your chickens for they hatch, motherfuckers. It is up to you. I'm telling you. It is up to you. What this makeup of this country is going to be in two weeks. You must not be afraid. You must not relent. Lean in. Now is the time. They think we're weak. (laughs) Good luck. Good luck with your little stupid narrative, Steve Scalise. Good luck with it. There was a video. Of a southern a southern candidate for governor that looks like it's from 1963, saying out loud into a microphone that marriage is between one man and one woman, and my Bible says this, and my Bible says that, and I'm old fashioned, and blah blah blah, yakety schmackety. We are not that country. That is not who we are. You know that. I know that. A lot of people in this country know that because most people in this country don't give a fucking flying shit who you love. You want to love somebody? Fucking love them. More power to you. Matter of fact, good luck with that marriage thing because it's a difficult union. No matter who you are, everyone knows that that's ever been married. It's a hard partnership. It really is a hard partnership. But here's the thing. If you think you're going to run around and tell people that they must tell other people what the fuck to do, that's literally what they're saying. Is they're trying to gather up the shart army of people 
telling their neighbors and shit what the fuck they're going to do when they don't want to be told what to do. It's a really hard narrative that they're trying on the American people. And it's a fraud that people are believing it. It's a fucking fraud. That people in this country really think that they want to tell who who they can and cannot marry. This is stupid shit. And it goes well beyond that single, that singularity of that right. Way beyond that. I mean, you're talking about Dr. Oz saying that they want local politicians in the doctor's office with you making your decisions about your your uterus. What? Local politics. What the fuck does the mayor have to do with what medical procedures you get? I've never heard that bullshit in my entire fucking life. I've been here for almost 40 years. Never fucking heard that shit ever. In the, in the American culture that I grew up in. Never heard that the mayor, the local politician, should tell you what to do in your doctor's office. Think about how far off the fucking rails they are. How desperate they are to gain some support somewhere. They have no ideas. They have no policy. And the reason why is because they can't. They can't have an idea. Think about this for a second. Just just think about the one thing they fucking, they tweet about the most, gas prices and inflation. Think about this for a second. If they actually had a fucking idea in their brain about how to help with gas prices and inflation, it would be something that the Biden administration is already doing. It Listen to me when I say this. When it comes to gas prices and inflation, if the Republicans, the fascists, the America first Nazis came up with an idea, which they don't have, if they came up with an idea to combat inflation, the Biden administration would already be doing it. They're already doing it. The Fed is already doing it. That's why they can't. They're so fucking politically inept that they have to resort to demonizing people who are on the margins of society. Who are already demonized in the first place by the the scuzziest of the scumbags like Matt Walsh and Ben Shapiro. The likes of Tucker Carlson. Where they demonize someone because they truly have an identity crisis in their life. Because they are a certain sexuality and they love a certain person. Think about it. They can't have no fucking solution on gas prices. They can't have a fucking solution on inflation or health care or education or anything for that matter. And the reason why is because they're so unreasonable. They're so unreasonable, in fact, that they won't let their lips leave Putin's ass. Long enough. Someone tweeted this this morning. They won't let their lips leave Putin's ass long enough to say something about the political violence against Paul Pelosi. Speaking of Putin, the Cheeto Dust mobster says he's not going to leave True Social. 
says he's going to uh, remain there. He's not going to go to Twitter. So I don't know who denied his request. I don't know if Elon, you know, text him this morning and said, hey, um, I'm not going to. Or if Elon, that's why he was talking to Putin, because Putin doesn't want Trump back on Twitter. I don't know. I'm not sure which of the of the far right hierarchy is making the decision for Trump not to be back on Twitter. <laughs> I don't maybe he comes back on Twitter live on air. I don't know. Who knows? I actually do not believe that it's a bad idea for Trump to come back on Twitter. What the fuck's the difference? You know, I believe in sunlight is the best disinfectant. And right now he's only yelling and screaming into the right wing echo chamber. That's it. The only way that he gets exposed is if we say he's what he's saying and show what he's saying. Otherwise, he's stoking people that went to the same people that went to Paul and Nancy Pelosi's house this morning with a hammer. The media, the media focus so hard on Kanye West anti-Semitic tropes and his racism and his anti-Semitism and his bigotry that they missed that the former president of the United States told American Jewish people, you either you either get it together and support me or go the fuck back to Israel before it's too late. That's what he said. He fucking posted it. No one said a word. I mean, I said shit. I, I'm saying it now. That's why they don't like when I talk. We're in a crucial time. It's do or die, folks. So what are you going to do? Are you going to sit at home and not vote? I doubt it. But are you just going to vote? Is that all you're going to do? Are you going to find three friends, three family members, colleagues, fellow parishioners, and encourage them to lean into democracy, encourage them to vote, and encourage them to find three others to encourage? It's, it's go time, folks. This turnout is what's going to save democracy. It's the turnout that will save democracy. And the reason why is because the majority of Americans don't want what Steve Scalise is talking about. We don't want to go back to a time where people have to hide because of their sexuality or who they love. This is really fucking stupid. It's dumb as dog shit. We do not want women dying because they can't make reasonable fucking medical decisions about their bodies and their uteruses in the privacy of their doctor's office without having a local politician or any politician having their head in there. And it's headed far beyond that. That's only the start. That's where they start, folks. That's not where it ends. That's where this kind of nonsense starts. And yeah, I know everyone's upset about Twitter this morning. But listen. Listen. It's time to go scorched earth on these motherfuckers. It's time to show them what democracy really does. It's time to show them what the weight of the people can do. 
Now is the time. Right now. Because this, in this moment in history, when democracy wins, when democracy prevails, and the world sees that the United States of America is not a fascist state, that that is all bullshit, that's all a ruse, that's all a fraud, that half the country supports Trump. You are some dumb motherfuckers if you're out there thinking half the country supports this idiot. You are a stupid bastard. Dumb motherfucker. So what are you going to do? That's the question today. And that's the question you should be asking, folks. You should be asking them that. The Paul Pelosi story, great story to start with. Great story to start with. It's hard to talk about. You don't want to say, you know, a politician got got their house broken into and their husband was beat up with the hammer to an inch of their life because of politics. Is that who you want in charge? You want the people who who encouraged and who incited someone to go to someone's house. Beat them with a hammer because they don't have good ideas, folks. You think the guy carrying the hammer had a had a good argument for inflation? You think the guy with the hammer had a good argument for gas prices? Sounds like he ran out of arguments to me. What do you think? Where's your head at? You think you think someone running around beating people with a hammer because they disagree with them politically? Are they terrified of Nancy Pelosi being the Speaker of the House again? I know the media is telling you that the Republicans are going to win. I know they're saying that shit. I know that the political pundits out there are hedging their bet. I had someone message me about David Pakman, and I haven't really said anything about David Pakman on this show, but fuck that guy. Fuck him. And fuck anyone else there that has this defeatist attitude. That believes that believes that the only way for them to advance their stupid political fucking punditry is to buy into bullshit. You can be wrong. Hell, I may be fucking wrong. I don't give a shit. That's not the point. This is why Democrats always get defeated. Because they're defeated before it even fucking starts. You talk about polling. The only poll that fucking matters is the one on election day. That's the one that fucking matters. Dummies. Oh, Tony, don't attack left-wing media. Don't attack TYT, the Young Turks, and David Pakman. Well, maybe they should get off their asses and realize this is not fucking 10 years ago. And you you trying to use polls and the fact that the Republicans are going to win the House in as a tool to try to scare people into going to vote is really stupid. It's really stupid. Do you want to know what gets people fired up? Do you want to know what gets them ready to fight? A voice like mine. That's right. 
Yeah, I'll pat myself on the back. You guys come here every single day. You're the best audience in the world. I truly believe that. There's nothing there's nothing that anyone could ever say to me that wouldn't convince me that you are. You're in the chat every single day, not even talking about politics. You're lifting each other up. Sending each other off with a better attitude than when you came in. That's the most important part. That's the that's the cathartic part about this show. Every, every single weekday for two goddamn hours. That's why I'm here. And for lame motherfuckers to be having a defeatist attitude, they're, they're not helping our side. They're not under the pro-democracy tent. As far as I can tell, what are you doing then? Democracy is not built on defeat. It's built on hope and what you can do and what you will do and what the people will do with you. That's how we reach a point to where we are satisfied with equality and equity. And really, frankly, I hope we never reach that point. I hope this country stays strong and the democracy is here for many decades to come, many centuries to come. And we never are satisfied with the amount of equity and equality. That means we're still striving for more and more and more. That's what I want. That's why I yell and scream. It's important that this democracy live. This constitutional republic, which is a democracy, right-wingers, hate-watchers listening, who don't know definitions to words. This democratic constitutional republic should live. It should live with all its tainted history, with all the shit that we have inside of it now, all the troubles, all the institutional problems that may exist, it is worth the experiment continuing. And to be defeatist about that, to feel defeated before you even open the polls in some states, you're weak. You're fucking weak. And you can go out there and tell him I said it. Tweet at him. I don't give a fuck. Cut this, cut this clip out and show it to him. The Democratic Party of old is gone. The new Democratic Party is here. And it's pro-democracy. It's not defeatist. And people are getting sick and tired of hearing weak-ass messaging. Trying to get people to, to be weak. Because they're not. So get in line. Get in shape. We got, we, got, we got just over a week to do this. Just over a week. It's October 28th, folks. We got just over a goddamn week. To make sure that we save our democracy. And this is the most important election of our democracy's lifetime. And I think everyone understands that. Everyone understands it. 
even the people like Steve Scalise, you're like, oh, I hope, I hope the Nazis come out and vote for us. I hope the fascist, we can get our our toothless redneck fascist out there to vote for us. Uh huh. I hope we can get. I hope we can lie to them about gas prices. I hope we can lie to them. This morning, died suddenly is trending because there's some kind of new documentary about lies about the about the vaccine. And I'm almost positive. I'm almost positive. That this dropped after the SpaceX moron has taken over. What do you think? And the other question, the other question I want you to uh, roll around this weekend as Halloween comes. <laughs> uh, is Donald Trump going to be back on Twitter? Oh my God. I hope so. I know you, yeah, I know everyone's out there's like, Tony, God damn it, you son of a, I, I hope so. Oh my, I can I cannot wait. I cannot, I don't, I don't go in the comments much. I don't get into threads much. I just don't. I can't wait. I can't, I, I, you know, I love to quote tweet. I'm going to be quote tweeting the fuck out of that guy. Fuck him. We'll see how much freedom of speech we have on Twitter. We'll see how free speech is. We'll see if we have to pay for it. Or not. Everybody, thanks for joining me on this Friday. You know, today is Friday, so we do Bonehead of the Week in the second hour. Gabe Sanchez is back today. He's in an undisclosed secret deep state location. Again, um, he's again, he's he's working hard for that CIA deep state that we've got. Oh my god, it you know, he's a Fed, so he's gotta work hard traveling around. <laughs> uh, Gabe Sanchez is going to join us today for Bonehead of the Week in the second hour where you vote. You decide who is the Bonehead of the Week. We break it down every single Friday. So don't forget to subscribe right here on YouTube. You can vote here on YouTube. You can also go vote at Tony Michaels Pod on Twitter. But also don't forget to download every single episode of the Tony Michaels Podcast on Apple, Spotify, and Google. The last few days, I've had trouble with my editing software. It, it, it uh, I don't know what's going on, but uh, I've been late getting my episodes up. They're a couple hours behind, so people were worried. But I put them up every single day, every single day on Apple, Spotify, Google. While you're there subscribing, make sure to leave a great review. The trolls have been leaving reviews, so you gotta, you gotta counteract act them. Leave the review on your favorite directory while you're subscribing. And if you're on Facebook, I know you're out there watching on Facebook. Go follow at the Tony Michaels. Help us out over on my page. If you're on Midas Touch page on Facebook, go follow me on Facebook. Also, look, if you're looking for a little different chat experience, you can go over to Twitch. Some people like it over there. They like the chat over there. So you can go follow us on Twitch as well. Simple download of the app on your phone. Doesn't cost anything. Free. You can watch for free. I don't, I don't gate my content. So if you go to Twitch, you're not gonna, you're not gonna pay to watch. Um, now, if you have, I know they have run commercials um, and during certain parts of the episode, I, I don't control that. But if you, th- that's Twitch doing it, I think. But you can tie your 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 Amazon account to it or something like that. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Go to the Twitch chat and ask the people there. They'll know exactly what to do if there's commercials and how to, but I don't gate my content. I don't gate it. It's free. It's It's 100%. For you to watch, to listen to every single weekday, Monday through Friday for two full hours, noon Eastern, 11 Central, 9 Pacific, wherever you're watching, whether it's YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, whether you're listening to it on the uh, the Apple podcast, on Spotify, on Google, wherever you are getting it, 
It is 100% free. And we run off your support. And how we run off your support is the great support you give because you are the greatest audience in the world. You guys share. You, you're, you're tweeting. You're sharing the episode with your family, your friends. The audience is growing every single day. And if, and if you want to support us, I don't know if you see this here, the Lock em Up banner. That's brand new. Lock em Up banner, brand new in the merch store. Brand new. You just go to store.dtonymichaels.com if you want to grab a lock him up banner. Uh, store.dtonymichaels.com. And while you're there, grab a sweater. It's getting cold out there. Everyone likes these liberty sweaters. The freedom to oppress the rights of other people is not liberty. It is our show motto. Grab it in a zip-up hoodie, a pullover hoodie, a sweater, or maybe even just grab the the T-shirt. A lot of people like the T-shirt as well. Go to store.dtonymichaels.com. Boy, that's been the greatest support of all. You guys really like this design. I don't know. What do you guys think of the uh, the lock em up banner? What do you think? You like it there? Here, let's do this. There, there you go. Now you can see it a little better. Right over here, right over my shoulder there. Lock him up. Lock him up. Lock him up. Lock him up. Everyone stick around. We're going to get to the shit list roundup. We're going to surf the tweety tweets and trendy trends. It's a historic day. Stick around. We'll be right back right after these messages. We'll be right back. Mark, 60 seconds. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Are you numb and alone after storming the Capitol? Have you been left out in the cold after stealing Nancy Pelosi's mail? Do you feel exposed to a government that doesn't share your patriotic values? If any of these describe you, then you're in luck. Hi, I'm Paul Gosar, and thanks to my new product, Pardon Blanket, I've got you covered. Pardon Blanket specifically works to make you feel safe and cozy after your involvement on January 6th. And if you're one of the other members of Congress who also helped with the attempted coup, Pardon Blanket will protect you too. Pardon Blanket is made of a sort of soft fleece and a layer of sheep's wool. And they're 100% made in the USA. Don't delay and get your pardon blanket today for just $99.99. Actual pardon's not guaranteed. Jumping back into it, this is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Welcome, welcome back to the show. What do you think? Today's a weird day in history. Got a lot of different news going on. But the, the good news is, is Gabe Sanchez is here uh, with us for Bonehead of the Week, I believe. I don't know. He hasn't really confirmed it yet. I think he is. I think he's going to be. What do you think? You think he'll be here? You think he'll show up? From his undisclosed deep state bunker? I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll I guess we'll find out. I guess we'll find out. Oh yeah. I tell you what. It's been it's been quite the week, but we are here. It is Friday. We're at the bottom of the first hour, and we're gonna do a little bit of shitless roundup. Uh, I I there's a lot of video um out there uh going around. But uh, and I'm I'm still trying to figure out exactly what the uh, what the situation is with uh, Paul Pelosi and, and the press conference. So hopefully we will get to that um, as soon as we can. I, I don't know. D- does anyone have the um, 
the time on it. Uh, the Paul Pelosi. Let's see if I can go to. Let's just let's just go to Twitter here. Do, 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 do. Let's see if we can find it here. Uh, trending. Mm-mm, Paul Pelosi. Let's see if we can find this press conference. Um, again, and I haven't played the shitless roundup music yet. I know that, but. Um, here's from Kyle. This is an hour ago. Suspect to attack Paul Pelosi, uh, House Speaker's husband, uh, specifically targeted their home. Hmm. I wonder why. I wonder what the. I wonder why that is. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder what the the target could be. Uh, Texas Paul's been tweeting. Let's see what he says. Um, if I can get the, there, we go. Paul Pelosi is 82 years old, and they're celebrating the beating. And the hospitalization of an 82-year-old man. F- fucking vote, people. Vote. 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 Yeah, so they're 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 celebrating this. Uh, retweet Paul here. Thank you, Paul, for your your tweet. Um, let's see what else we got here. Again, this is uh this is really um this is a, a very significant point. In history, we are we are less than two weeks away from one of the most important elections of our country's history. Right now, in this in our time, it is the most important election of our democracy's history. And the Speaker of the House had her home broken into, targeted uh, with uh, some weirdo psychopath creep. And I I wonder if I could have to even guess. Who they support politically. Hmm. I wonder. To um, break into their house, target their house, and to beat her husband, the speaker's husband, with a hammer. Now, you know that Paul Pelosi has trended several times on Twitter. He had a he had an incident with the law where he got pulled over. I guess he blew hot and got a D- DUI. And I don't know if um, anyone knows that or or knew who Paul Pelosi was before that started trending. But the right wing really stoked this 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 froth. Oh, look, he got a DUI, which I'm not I'm not condoning it. I'm not condoning it by any stretch of the matter. But the punishment for a DUI is not for people to seek you out at your home and beat you with a hammer. And that's not why they went there. They went there because they're terrified of Nancy Pelosi. They're terrified that the Democrats are going to win the House. And they're trying to strike fear into people in this country. Well, you must not be afraid. We must not relent. You cannot give up. Trust me, you have to keep speaking out for your democracy. Uh, uh, Jojo from Jersey says, if we find out definitely that the attack on Paul Pelosi was politically motivated, who are the Republicans going to blame instead? Oh, they've all, I'll tell you, they're already blaming. Oh, Joe, Joe Biden, Joe Biden, Joe Biden. I'm sure um, Cokehead Jr. will be doing a video tonight talking about how it's somehow a laptop's fault. I'm sure a laptop has a lot to do with this. Now, of course, you see a lot of uh, uh, Democratic politicians speaking out against this. You probably won't see too many Republicans at this point. 
that are going to speak out against this as a, as a political attack. They're going to talk about crime. Crime's up because of Joe Biden. You already saw Fox News this morning um, capitulating to this idea, pushing this idea. I'm here. Uh, Scott McFarline has something. Uh, let's see. Uh, he says, um, sources, uh, sources, uh, if I can get it, there you go. Sources briefed on attack residents in San Francisco's San Francisco. Tell CBS News the assailant who attacked Paul Pelosi was in search of Speaker of the House. Hmm. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Rut row before assault occurred. Intruder confronted Mr. Pelosi shouting, where is Nancy? Where is Nancy? Okay. Listen, listen, listen. When I tell you this, listen, when I tell you this. This is what they want. This is what Trump wants. This is what Blake Masters, this is this is what Dr. Oz, this is what Herschel Walker, this is what Ron DeSantis, this is what Greg Abbott, this is what they want. This is what they want. Even Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz says here, what happened to Paul Pelosi last night is horrific. Heidi and I are praying. Oh, Ted, oh, you're praying. Thank God. Thank God Ted Cruz is praying again. Oh, my God. Thank God him and Heidi are praying. And Nancy and for her, for him, Nancy and her entire family, my God's protection, may God's protection be upon them. We can have our political difference, but violence is always wrong and unacceptable. I love how you're covering your tracks there, Ted. I love how you're covering your tracks with thoughts and prayers like you do when little children are ripped apart in, in elementary schools by weapons of war. Because you won't do anything besides talk about back doors and how tall fences are. You piece of fucking garbage. You did this, Ted. You did this. You did this, you dumb motherfucker. You people capitulating to the people who wanted to kill her on January 6th. Oh, they're political prisoners. It wasn't actually, it wasn't actually a fucking insurrection. Nancy Pelosi, she she's the one. She's the one who did this. She's the one who did that. It's you, Ted. You fucking pile of shit. You know how you hold Ted Cruz accountable? Because I know you can't go vote for Ted Cruz right now. If you're in Texas. You know, you old Ted Cruz accountable. Go vote. Democrat all the way down the fucking ticket. Fuck Ted Cruz. You know how you get at Ted Cruz? If you're in any other state besides Texas, go vote Democrat all the way down the fucking ticket. Make Nancy Pelosi the Speaker of the House. Make sure Chuck Schumer has 53 senators to filibuster. And Ted Cruz can go kick fucking rocks. All the way down to Cancun. Fuck him and anyone who looks like him. This shit, this fucking, this little, uh, uh, my thoughts and prayers. Tots and prayers. Fuck out of here, Ted. Go get in front of a microphone and decry, decry your book that capitulates to the people who wanted to go fucking kill Nancy Pelosi on January 6th because you had the narrative that the election could be overthrown with an insurrection, you pile of shit. Because you still fucking believe in the big lie, you motherfucker. 
If you really are so Christian, if you really want your God's protection to be upon them and you and your family, then what you should do, Ted, is repent. Now's the time, Ted Cruz. Fuck your tots and payers. Fuck them. You pile of garbage. You pile of fucking shit running around the country, going on TV, selling your stupid fucking book with the big fucking lie because it's good for you because you have put yourself in a position where you're Donald Trump's little fucking bitch, Ted Cruz. You're his little fucking Cheeto ass dust having bitch, Ted Cruz. Everybody knows it. Even Heidi. You're fucking weak. Not surprising that you're weak. Everybody cut this shit up. Put it online. Tag Ted Cruz. Fuck them. I'm sure parts of the media will be like. Oh Ted Cruz offers his thoughts and prayer. Well at least Ted Cruz said something. Fuck him. He has he has said a lot of shit. Shit that led this led us to this point of him having to tweet his tots and pears, just like all the shit he's done to have to fucking tweet out tots and pears when little elementary school children are fucking ripped apart by a fucking semi-automatic rifle. It's the same motherfucking bullshit from these weak bastards. The same bullshit. Anything for a fucking dollar, huh, Ted Cruz? Anything for a fucking dollar for your stupid fucking book, a big, a big lie book spreading lies around the country, capitulating to fucking election fraud, bullshit, nonsense. Calling, calling the people who wanted to kill Nancy Pelosi, the same motherfucker who now you're saying is wrong and unacceptable, came to the fucking building where you work to try to kill her. You stupid fuck. Go to Twitter right now because there's free speech on Twitter, baby. Free speech. Go go right now and tell Ted Cruz how you feel about his tots and his fucking pears. You can take your tots and pears, Ted Cruz, and stick them up your fucking ass. Ted Cruz did this. That's right. The Republican Party, Ted Cruz, Donald Trump, Mitch McConnell, the rest of them, they all did this. Josh Hawley, Paul Gozar, you piece of garbage. Steve Scalise, Kevin McCarthy, you fucking weak motherfuckers. You fucking weak motherfuckers. And you know why? You know why they capitulate to these fucking fools? Do you know why Ted Cruz capitulates? To, to what he calls political prisoners, the, the violent insurrectionists on January 6th, because they're scared they're going to come to their house with hammers. They're scared of him. They're pussies. Ted Cruz is a punk-ass bitch. That's what it is. So if political violence is so wrong and so unacceptable... They get out in front of a microphone and tell us that you're not going to release this book of big lies that spreads violence. That is that is wrong and unacceptable, Ted. 
Tell us that you you repudiate everything you said in your fucking book that is just outright political lies designed to stoke fear and violence. For profit, for profit, for a dollar. Because you don't want tots and payers. You want to give tots and payers so that you can get profits. Fuck Ted Cruz. Fuck him. Is that enough? You guys want more? You guys want more of me going after Ted Cruz? I, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> oh, boy. That's going to end up on the internet somewhere. <laughs> uh, I'm serious, though. Fuck Ted Cruz. Fuck that son bitch. Any one of these motherfuckers that comes out today and gives tots and payers and isn't absolutely decrying every any politician, any politician who is who is perpetuating any kind of lie about January 6th at all, even just the slight stench of it is capitulating to the person who broke into the house looking for Nancy Pelosi with a hammer. You're capitulating to that motherfucker and people like them. You stupid fucks. So I don't want your tots and payers. You can take your tots and payers and stick them up your fucking ass. All the way up in there. Twist that motherfucker. Fuck you. Fuck you and your God. Don't need it anymore. No one's playing that bullshit. If you're so godly, if you're so religious, then get off your ass and stop lying to the American people. Stop playing your bullshit about, oh, January 6th, they're political prisoners. There wasn't a, there wasn't a violent insurrection on January 6th. We didn't try to make sure that Donald Trump remained king, even though the people spoke. Oh, we think there's election fraud. Oh, voting machines, voting machines. You dumb motherfuckers did this. You killed Ashley Babbitt, you fucking idiots. You got Ashley Babbitt killed. Hell, you got this guy out in San Francisco so stoked up that he was going to go kill Nancy Pelosi that now that motherfucker's going to be in prison probably for the rest of his goddamn life. Because you think it's cute to bang up our democracy. Because it helps you sell books or it gives you power. Because God forbid, God forbid, You go against your orange Mussolini Jesus at all. <clears throat> That's how you react to him. I'm just I'm just saying. Okay, everybody, we're going to go to the Tweety Tweets and the Trendy Trends because uh, we're going to have to get to the uh, the Bonehead of the Week. We you know we do Bonehead of the Week every single Friday here on the Tony Michaels Podcast, and the second hour is coming up quick. Ooh, that rant on Ted Cruz was a long one, uh, so everyone <laughs> surf the Tweety Tweets and the Trendy Trends. Start the countdown. Apparently, everyone liked uh, what I had to say about Ted Cruz. It's exactly what they're thinking. <laughs> uh, I just I just say it out loud. I don't give a fuck. I don't care anymore. I don't give a shit. I'm going to say what I want to say. 
And apparently, because I, I can stream this to Twitter now, so I get to say whatever the hell it is that I want to say. There's no way that they can do anything about my speech over there because it's completely free. Completely free. I have to pay for none of it. It's free over there now. <laughs> Speaking of Twitter. Oh, boy. Yeah, boy. Let's see what we got on the Tweety Tweets and the Trendy Trends this morning as we wait um, for the second hour to come here on the Tony Michaels podcast. You think he's going to come crawling back? What do you think? He put out a statement this morning. You know, the Cheeto Dust Mobster. Like I said, I am not opposed to Trump coming back to Twitter. I actually think it'll be fucking fun. Funner than shit. I think it'll be funner than shit. Here's here's his post on True Social. I post this stuff so you don't have to. <laughs> Listen, again, this is why I think it's so important. Because he posts a lot of dumb shit. Okay, he posts a lot of stupid shit because he's a dumb fuck. He's a dumb fuck. But what are you going to do? I don't know. What are you going to do? Yesterday, there was a sealed fucking hearing yesterday about this documents case because they're trying to figure out where else this motherfucker's hiding documents because the Department of Justice and NARA know that he's still got documents. He's still obstructing justice as we speak. My guess is after the, the midterm, motherfucker is going to be banged up in court big time. Maybe even be arraigned. Hopefully there's some sealed documents for an indictment on this motherfucker. It's time. It's time. It's time for them to act. Okay, so here's what he tweets about about Twitter. Because um, he knows he wants back on Twitter, right? Uh, he knows he wants back on Twitter. He doesn't know if he's going to get back on Twitter. Maybe he's text Elon. I don't know. Maybe he text Elon and his boss, Putin. Because Putin is the one that controls Donald Trump and Elon. But let's listen. Uh, you doubt me. Doubt me. Okay, here is here is um here is Donald Trump. He said true social in all caps. Skin is really kind of weird, has become somewhat of a phenomenon. Yeah, like um, it's amazing that the fraud even exists. <sighs> Last week he says it had bigger numbers than all platforms, including TikTok, Twitter, and Facebook, and the rest. Not sure what the rest means. I guess maybe Instagram or Parler. Or, I, I think he's knocking on other right wing when he says the rest. I don't know. Uh, he goes on to say it also looks and works better to my eye. So he likes the way that that true social looks. It looks just like Twitter. I don't know if you've been over there. But if you don't know it, it looks like they copied their source code. Like just lifted it. Like it looks almost it's it's really it's not as um, it's not as easy to use because it's a pile of shit, of course. But they pretty much made the look of it. Twitter It's what they're trying to go for. He goes on to say, I am very happy that Twitter is now in sane hands. He refers to Elon Musk as sane. OK, that's where we're at. And he also goes on to say, and will no longer be run by radical left lunatics and maniacs that truly hate our country. I don't know what he's exactly talking about there with the lunatics, the radical left lunatics and maniacs. I'm not sure exactly what that means. Maybe that's why Elon started firing people. He thought they were part of the, I don't know, cabal. I have no idea. The uh, Cheeto Dust Mobster goes on to say on True Social, Twitter must now work hard to rid itself of all the bots and fake accounts. So he's bought into Elon Musk's bullshit that have hurt it so badly. Because the, the reason why... Elon tried to back out. He tried so many things to back out of this deal. 
He tried really hard not to overpay for Twitter on a gag on Twitter. Like literally he said, I'm going to buy Twitter. And then he said, I'm going to buy it for this much. And it, it was, it was a, it was a bullshit gag. And then he took it way too far. And now he's way overpaid for Twitter, way overpaid. You should be excited about that, by the way. I'm telling you, you should be excited about it. I know it doesn't feel like it in the moment, but you should be really excited that Elon Musk overpaid, way overpaid for Twitter. Now, Donald Trump goes on to say, it will be much smaller, but better. I love truth. So the indication is here that that everyone's going to leave, right? That's what he's saying, that they're going to leave Twitter, the fake accounts and the bots. He's talking about left-wingers. The, the radical left lunatics and maniacs is what he's talking about here. That's what I see it as. And he's saying it'll be much smaller, but better, but better. I love truth. So he's not saying he loves true social and he's going to stay on true social. But my take of it is, is that he is not getting his account back today on Twitter. I want him to have it back. I think that should have been the first thing that Elon Musk did was give Donald Trump his account back on Twitter. I want to start quote tweeting that motherfucker. Who else is excited, is totally excited about quote tweeting and putting the comments? You know that motherfucker goes through and reads those some bitches. Why wouldn't you want to put a post-it note right inside that motherfucker's brain? Huh? That's incredible. Well, think about the power that we will have over him when he's reading our comments and reading our quote tweets. And we're dragging him through the scorched earth fire of democracy on Twitter. I mean, it's going to be free speech, right? Right? That's what they say. That's what they're telling us. I mean, you know, the right wing isn't much interested in free speech, so we'll see how long that that narrative lasts. But I can't wait. I can't wait to have my Twitter accounts permanently banned because Donald Trump is a weak pussy. He's a weakling, and right-wingers are weak. I'll just have to open up sock accounts, I guess. I don't know. Let's see. Um, here is a. <laughs> oh no, that's 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 not the one I'm looking for. No, what am I looking for? I thought I tweeted it. I don't know. Maybe I didn't retweet this. I was looking at a lot of stuff this morning. I told you guys that the other day. The um, uh, <laughs> big secret of mine is how I do some of my shows. I'm retweeting stuff. Uh, oh, there's this great video uh, of Ben Shapiro uh, at his best. He is, he is, he is pro transgender folks now in this video. Now, there's been a few um, um, recent videos of Ben Shapiro in support of Fetterman and now in support of transgender people. But let's watch this video from Fox this morning, uh, where they just can't figure out. They can't figure it out here. Of why, what would motivate, what would motivate a person to just show up at the Speaker of the House residence with a hammer to kill someone? They can't figure it out. Let's see if they come to some conclusion. They won't. Contributor Lee, there's a lot we do not. Hang on. Let me get the volume up here. Maybe this will help. No. Okay. Uh, the AP says he was severely beaten. We don't know how he got in. We don't know whether he was let in. We don't know if he knew Paul Pelosi. Whether uh, This is all done. We don't know. Huh? We have no idea. Blah, blah, blah. That didn't last very long when the facts come out. This is, this is how stupid this is. This is how fucking dumb this is. This is how dumb the media is in general. 
not just Fox News, the media in general. How the fuck can't you see what this is like in the snap of a finger? Of course we know what this is. Of course we know. Everyone's been waiting on pins and needles to see what violence is going to take place. I mean, Jesus Christ, the FBI goes to Mar-a-Lago, does a legal search, executes a search warrant. Donald Trump screams and yells about how the FBI is evil. People show up at FBI headquarters with a nail gun shooting people. And people are like, oh, I wonder if that has anything to do with Mar-a-Lago and the Trump support. Of course it does. Of course it does. I I wonder, I wonder if if all the videos that have been put out there about Nancy Pelosi because the January 6th Select Committee exposed the video where she's like, he better not come down to the Capitol. I will punch him in his face. I wonder if that has anything to do with it. All the videos and all the rhetoric that has been hyped up because there was a violent insurrection where they tried to kill Nancy Pelosi and they're still lying about it. Still to this day, we're almost two years there past the event and they're still fucking lying after all the evidence that has been laid before the American people. They're still gaslighting their supporters. They're still deluding them into stoking violence. We've talked about it several times with Dakota Adams. Stuart Rhodes is a strange son here on the on the Tony Michaels podcast. He's told you time and time again. And he knows the militia attitude. He knows the militia. He knows the mindset of these folks. And they're stoking stochastic terrorism. Let's listen. There's a complete stranger. But the um, write-up is that, quote, the motivation is still under investigation. Want to be a little careful on the story? We don't know yet. We don't know how he's going to pull out of it, Leo. Well, first of all, I hope he has a full recovery. And I think that's the first thing I want to say. And secondly, I believe there's also a suspect in custody. But the bigger problem, Bill, is simply this. Uh, Crime does not discriminate. Rich or poor, black or white, city, suburbs, everywhere. It's everywhere. It's the number one issue in this country. Okay, Leo, you dumb motherfucker. How in the fuck don't they know that crime discriminates? How the fuck don't they know this? How in the absolutely fuck don't they know this? And how do they fucking live with themselves by spreading even more lies on Fox News this morning about about this attack, this political attack on the Speaker of the House? Dude thought she was at the House. And this is really how dumb Trump supporters are, is that I don't know if they believe that she flies home every night to San Francisco after she's done with her work on Washington, the Hill, if she just flies home every single night, I don't know. I would imagine they just don't know all kinds of shit. These MAGA trumped up fucks are just delusional as shit. They have no idea how anything works. None of it. But here Fox News is continuing to stoke the violence. By saying, well, we don't know, and violence uh, violence doesn't discriminate. Wink. Wink. Come on. Leo here even tweeted about it. I'm not shitting you. 
Leo here tweeted about it. Let me show you his tweet. I, I quote tweeted him because I have freedom of speech. <laughs> and I definitely have the freedom on Twitter. For sure. Uh, for sure, I have the I I have the complete full ability to tweet whatever I want, whenever I want, however I want. Uh, Leo here, here's his account. He says, "Attention, this is he's he's he is sending a threat, dude." That was just on Fox News. The clip that I just showed you is sending threats. Attention, Paul and Nancy Pelosi. Crime does not discriminate. And of course, I said, "You're a dumb fuck," because he is a dumb fuck. Number one, crime does discriminate. Number two, you're sending a threat. You're threatening Paul and Nancy Pelosi in this fucking. How else can you see it? Paul Pelosi just got attacked by someone breaking into their house with a fucking hammer looking for Nancy Pelosi because people like Leo go on Fox News and spread lies and dilute people. And fuck, mind fuck them into believing shit that just isn't fucking true. Leo, you fucking idiot. You are a dumb motherfucker, Leo. And here he is, threatening. Crime doesn't discriminate. Attention. Paul Paul Pelosi, who is in the hospital, fighting for his life because he got smashed with a hammer. Because dumb fucks like Leo here spread lies on big media outlets. About Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, which the person was looking for to kill her. The same, the same motherfucker, probably, who was looking for her on January 6th because of the lies that were spread on, I don't know, Fox News from people like Leo. Stochastic terrorism. When they actually posted the banner in Texas at CPAC, do you remember this? They had a CPAC down in Texas. They invited the Hungarian Hitler, Orban, there because they love fascism like a motherfucker. So much so that they invited the Hungarian Hitler to this CPAC. And then on stage, not only did they they post it all over the Jumbotron, but they said it out loud. We are all domestic terrorists. We see you, Leo. We fucking see you. We see who you are. We know who you are, you piece of shit. And you're a dumb motherfucker. You are a dumb motherfucker. Should I keep going on and on about this? We're going to get the bonehead of the week here soon. Let's (laughs) check in. Let me check in with um, Gabe Sanchez here. See, Oh, yeah, there we go. Oh, something's happening here. Is Gabe Sanchez going to join us soon? Um. Let's see. Let me let me let me message him. <clears throat> it. Uh, let's see if I can ping Gabe Sanchez. He is in a private secret bunker, so I don't know if I'll be able to reach him or not. Um, but uh, <laughs> the good news is is that the bonehead of the week are assets. The videos, the pictures, you know, the fancy graphics that we have. They have appeared. They have emerged. They have emerged. And we are going to do Bonehead of the Week in the second hour on Friday, as we do every Friday here. Um, so hang tight with us. I'm sure Gabe Sanchez, will, uh, Gabe Sanchez will be joining us soon. It's been a long week. Holy moly, it's been a long week. What are you guys going to do for Halloween? What are you going to do for Halloween? What are you dressing up as? Be careful now. Be careful now. Because you wouldn't want to confuse. You wouldn't want to confuse. A bunch of trumped up white dudes about your costume. 
you, they get really confused. I mean, they get really confused. They get, they have confusing feelings. It really messes with their mind and their sexual orientation and their sexuality. They get, they get all kinds of weird feelings inside that they've never felt before. So be careful about what you're dressing up for, especially, you know, if it's something of the opposite sex. Oh, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't want, you wouldn't want to dress up if you're say, let's say you're, you're, you're a, you're a good looking gal. You wouldn't want to dress up as, I don't know, maybe a cowboy who that might confuse them. That might confuse them like as Woody from Toy Story. You know what I mean? Maybe a Woody costume. And, 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 oh, if you're, if you're a real masculine man who has big muscles and you like to tan your balls, do not dress up as a cowgirl. Ooh, you wouldn't want to do that. It might confuse them. They, you know what they might do? They might want to imprison you. I mean, Matt Walsh told us, I played the video for you just weeks ago that when someone dresses up, when someone dresses up as something else that, that they are not, it really confuses a, a, a white dude. It confuses them. They don't know what women are. They even wrote a book so much so that they don't know what a woman is. And it confuses them. You can't dress up as something that you're not because it's really confusing and I don't know what you are. So please don't dress up as a dinosaur or a potato. It confuses me. I don't know how to identify you. <laughs> so what are you dressing up as, Gabe Sanchez? Are you are you going to go trick-or-treating? <laughs> no, yeah, well, you got to turn your mic on first. Gabe Sanchez is in a bunker. Whoa, this looks like a really secret bunker here. What in the hell is going on? He's in, yeah, your, your mic's still not working. I don't know. It must, it must be that, it must be that deep state internet connection. George isn't uh, sending the full, the full signal or something. That's probably what it is. Uh, well, 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 there we go. There, mm -hmm. There's Gabe Sanchez. Gabe Sanchez. It's like, it's on Halloween. Hold on. Are you There's dressing like up so much Halloween? going on right now? Am I dressing up? Yeah. yeah. I thought I would be, uh, you know, I could be like a, a hot dog. Oh, no, like no, 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 That might confuse them. You can't, man, you oh. got to dress up something that identifies you as who you really, truly biologically are. Because if you, if you at gotcha. all, you, you do not want to confuse people like uh, um, Ben Shapiro here, your best buddy. Have you seen these deep state or deep fake videos? I don't know if they're deep fakes or they're just really good edits. Have, have you figured that I out yet? I don't know. I have haven't seen these. I haven't even seen these yet. Are you serious? These are no, I wonderful. Seen these. This is wonderful. This is Ben Shapiro at his best. I posted this morning and said that Ben Shapiro is best. Some people are like, oh, you fucker. This is not him at his best, but you got to listen to what he's saying. You really got to, because this is real. You don't know if this is I, real? I don't know if it's a really good edit or if it's a really damn good deep fake. I'm not sure yet, but um, there's okay. an account that's been posting these. And there was one the other day with Ben Shapiro in favor of John Fetterman. And I was like, oh, this is fantastic. Now, this morning, coming up on Halloween and how these little, these weak little bitches are going to be, you know, confused out there looking at people in mm -hmm. Halloween costumes. Because, you know, they get all kinds of confused when someone dresses up as something. Right. You know, they well, don't. They get, if, yeah. Right. If they right. themselves feel right. something. Right. They, God forbid. Right. God, God forbid they, they get confused. Right. Yeah. They get confused. They're like, oh, my God, Gabe Sanchez is a hot dog. Does that make me horny? 
that he looks like a hot dog or a banana. Oh my god! Oh god! It gives me the feels. He looks. He looks so delicious. Is he food or is he an actual human? I mean, they they really they did just they can't figure it out. But yeah. this here, this video here is is Ben Shapiro at his best. Let's take a listen. Today on Debunked, we're going to discuss a very common question. Can a man be a woman? Dr. Levine, the government intervening. Senator, a transgender medicine is a very complex. The answer clearly is yes. Elliot Page came out publicly announcing he is transgender. Some people are born men in women's bodies, women in men's bodies. I was trying to live a life that wasn't me, wasn't my life. I've known this for quite a while. Transgender identity is reality. To suggest otherwise is insane and nonsense. Gender identity is completely separate from sex. According to biology, sex is a spectrum. But typically, those who have the XY chromosomes are male. Those who have XX chromosomes are female. Gender is entirely socially constructed and thus separate from biology. Gender would be all the various feminine qualities that adhere to womanhood. The masculine qualities and adhere to being a male. You might just be a different gender with different pronouns because your gender is separate from your sex. The simple reality is that being transgender is part of the human condition. <laughs> What's more, if gender is a social construct created by society, all sexual inequalities could be laid at the feet of an evil gendered society. To pretend otherwise is nonsensical. Thank you all for being here. We stand between America and the darkness, and we will march until that darkness is banished forever, and all of our children can stand together in the sunlight. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Benjamin Shapiro. We just can't be sure that kids actually have the gender assigned to them at birth. If a boy is effeminate, she might actually be a girl. If a 12-year-old says that she is a girl, they ought to be treated with empathy and care. You can be a woman in a man's body, a soul in the machine. <laughs> because gender and sex are completely different. The answer for what is man or what is woman <laughs> is simple. I feel like a woman, therefore I am a woman. If you're a straight dude and you don't want to have sex with a trans woman, this makes you gay. <laughs> it's oh, it is it's amazing oh it's amazing to know that i mean the material the source material that people need to make whoever made this oh it's beautiful amazing great it, job i just it took, them a, to it took them a long time because oh yeah yeah i, I don't think it's a, a deep fake some people think it's a deep fake but i no, think no, no, it's no. actually they're 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 going in and they're taking shit that he has read from you know when he because right. on his show he'll be like uh, um actually actually um, yeah. yeah and and he'll read stuff he'll read stuff that people are saying and then they just use that as the clip here so like right i don't think some of this it may some of it may be a deep fake um but obviously I mean, some of it is I, not. I, the, the thing is you can i mean obviously you can deep fake you know face mm -hmm. uh you'd have to have a you'd have to teach your 
AI to to be really good. I mean, like there, the other thing too is like if you have a bunch of source material, like photos and videos and whatnot, then you can easily you can easily do that. Right. Um, there are software. There is software that you can use to manipulate and and create deepfake voices as well. Um, so that's not outside the pot, like the possibility. I know there's examples of people that have been like, Oh, look, it's George Bush or Obama or, you know, Donald Trump or whoever it might be saying these things. And it sounds like them. Remember, there's also people that can just impersonate these people. You know, though, Ben right. Shapiro's like, well, well, the, the, you know, it doesn't the, take um, too much effort. Well, the, the Tom Cruise, um, there's a, there's a, a Tom Cruise. Well, so that's take, that, right. That's and the a reason, really, a really, right. And the uh, reason popular. that one's easier is because the actor, who's playing him before right. they deep fake has a similar like hairstyle bone structure composition. So it makes right. Like, like, like he's totally... almost an impersonator before he's right. even part of the deep. Right? And, and that's what he is. He is. I mean, like he's got the laugh down the mannerism. So that like, really helps sell those things. But yes, this is so, so what you're know. saying in that Tom Cruise one is the the AI is really only changing parts of his face to look more like Tom to look more like Tom Cruise. Right. And it also it's not helps changing that, his voice necessarily. No, or, no, no, no. Yeah. Not changing the voice. It's the guy. He is totally impersonating him. Right. It is uh they I mean, because the thing is like you're using a you're basically you're setting up a machine that is entirely dedicated and it can take weeks for right. it to learn. To be like, ah, this is the face like this. This is the face like with the mouth open. This is the face with the eyes open, closed, left, right, up, down, all these things. It's got to, you got to train this model. Right. Uh, to know exactly all the different, you know, angles. So, That's so why you don't you, think it's AI then? I don't think it's AI. I think it's yeah, just a is, really good edit. And this is the account, Justin T. Brown um, here on Yeah, on this person, what they did is they went through everything. Because again, like what I was saying in the beginning was, it's amazing how much source material you can you can find from right. Republicans and other people. Well, I mean, they could take our words them. here on. Yeah, they, can totally. use, they, they can use our words here on this show when we're mocking them, and, right. and I'm mocking them. And they've done those videos about me on on like YouTube and shit, where yeah. I say things and then they pull what I because I was mocking I was mocking the right wing, and then they pull it as if I said it and it's a bad thing. I'm like, you get that I okay, well, uh, yeah. you know. <laughs> But you're, you're not picking up what I'm doing here. But right, 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 right. You're not you're not understanding that I'm saying that it's a bad thing that you're saying by mocking you. And then you're using it to make me look bad. Like you're right. not it's not the flex they think it is. But mm -hmm. this is this is a really good edit. Like this is extremely yeah. good. It like I don't very, know. You know. Like we do video editing and I and you're really good at video editing. But this would take a long this would oh, take a yeah. long this time is, to accomplish this. I'm I'm sure that, you know. They worked really hard on this. There's got to be a lot of you know, hours like I'm just sure, in this I'm sure clip. if Justin if Justin T. Brown was the one who made it, I'm sure that he had an idea. Like well, he, he, said, he said it's him and uh, friends at uh, Think the Brains. Uh, okay. So, yeah, if you've got enough the people, then you're basically what you would be doing is you're creating a story to say, this is the, this is the narrative that Ben Shapiro has right now, which right. is anti this. So how do we make him pro this? And then they go through and like, all right, we're going to find all the material of him talking, right? Him saying stuff so we don't have to show his face so it's different. Then we'll use that exact one where it looks like he's giving this kind of debunked right. session. And we can splice in audio from other recordings and show photos and show a little montage and all that stuff. What did you think of the violin sound? That was fantastic, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, God. I mean, Mwah. you know. And then him dancing in the kitchen. And we all know, we all know the, the gun, gun show. show. Oh, my God. The gun He's, show. It's, it, yeah, the creepy, the creepy 
manly gun show that he does for those young people. I love how they credit Ben Shapiro here, though. They give him, I mean, you know, they I give mean, him credit. This you know, is this he, is Ben it, Shapiro. It is, he is saying those things. Right. He, he is, is saying the those one <laughs> that is promoting this. It's just used in a slightly different way. Now, I, I do want to point out, because I, I, I actually watched this a couple times this morning. Mm-hmm. And while I was watching it, I thought, you know what is crazy? Is when you watch, because there's a visceral reaction that you kind of have to Ben Shapiro saying the opposite of what he normally say, says, right. you know, you're like, oh, fuck this guy. You know what I mean? But here's the thing. Is it Ben Shapiro, especially the part where they put, they spliced it in with a crowd. Uh, like a, I think it was like a pride uh, mm-hmm. pray or pride day or something like that, where they spliced in a speech that he gave. Um, when you watch that part of the video and you really listen to it and you're like, you know what? Ben Shapiro probably couldn't redeem himself. But if he would have started off on the right foot, you could really see how Ben Shapiro could have used his voice and his talents and, oh, and, yeah. and really his and really his intellect and his intelligence to make sure people in this country understood equity and equality. You're like, I actually can see how that could have been a thing that right. could have and been I a say, reality. And, and, and I would I would very much say the same thing for, you know, douchebags like Alex Stein. Those are people that have they have a personality and they have a charisma right. to them that can draw people in. Right. He's very fast talking, right. just like Ben Shapiro. You know, you're it's one of those moments where you like you got to you know, he's going this fast. And then meanwhile, you're like tracking in real time. You're like, that's not true. That's not true. But he's already you know, he he won't stop. And he's another person. Alex Stein, Ben Shapiro, though, you know, other ones like him are 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 awful humans. I mean, they're terrible people, right? Let's just call that what it is. But if there were, you know, if this was something where they're actually used uh, for good, let's say, they could actually be a useful tool to promote human rights right. and the rights of others. However, you know, it's one of those, like, you know, the it's like uh, Darth Vader, you know, and, and uh, <laughs> right. in, in, in um anakin skywalker like there is a moment in which he could have been good but then he turned evil and this right. is one of those things where it's like you could have used your influence and your power and your charisma to be good but you chose you. the dark side yeah, yeah. well uh, leading up to halloween you might choose to dress as darth vader you may yeah. choose to dress you know as what anakin. maybe i'll just dress up as ben you, shapiro you know that's that could be speaking of people who use their talents our friend walter um, mm-hmm. Walter Masterson um, has joined forces with Lauren Windsor because Lauren is really they know who she is now. Yeah, um, so they figured out who she I is. Mean, so I mean, she- I I think I think she's definitely going to I think she's building up her uh, her little like uh, underground undercover. Right. Like army. It's called undercurrent. Yeah, fact. right. That's right. Exactly. It's called undercurrent. You know, this. um and and she's been doing a great service to expose what these people say in private um, for for a, a long time now. Now mm-hmm. a lot of people are onto her, so she's not as e- he, she hasn't been able to easily do it. Now right. our friend Walter uh, decided to join forces with her, and they're probably they'll probably because Walter is easily recognizable. I actually, I, funny part is, and he probably won't mind that I say this. I message Walter. I'm like, dude, so great. And he was like, you recognize it was me? I'm like, the minute the words came out of your mouth, yeah. I could tell it was Walter. I'm like, so, so I don't know I, how long Walter will yeah. be able to really well, accomplish. Because typically, you know, not to reveal what's going on, but like 
for normal people and like normal Trumpers and whatnot, like you mean like go, humans, like decent humans. Yeah, like yeah, human yeah. Beings. Well, no, not decent. These are not decent humans. These are the people that would go to, I don't know, uh, assault Paul Pelosi in his home. Right. Those are the type of people. And it really very much aligns with what Paul Gosar says here. But, um, well, I mean, decent people would push back on this kind of thing. Right. Decent people, decent people would, would push back and, and, and any reasonable, reasonable and intellectual politician would push back on this in the moment because it is really, yeah. I mean, honestly, it is, it is scary. The video I'm about to show you was not released after this Paul Pelosi event. This Paul Pelosi mm -hmm. event just happened last night. This video happened like a week ago. And, and it is scary about what, what Walter, because it is Walter, mm -hmm. uh, you know, to expose, which I think everyone knows now that it's Walter. Right. right? Um, but here's the thing is that Paul Gozar, who is one of the ones who has stoked lies, stoked fear in, in, in certain Americans' hearts, absolutely, absolutely is capitulating to the idea that the insurrection wasn't violent and that that the, the January 6th insurrectionists are political prisoners. Mm -hmm. Those people who were calling to kill Nancy Pelosi at the Capitol on the day of the certification on January 6th because Trump lost. Right. Is the same guy here who you'll see in the video. He is OK with someone standing in front of him, telling telling him that they are trying to shoot other human beings. Listen, to this. right. Actually, I'm a huge fan of everything you've done for election integrity and everything. I'm just, especially protecting our southern border right now. I just, my family's ranch is down in Yuma, and you know, we have illegals on our land a lot. We've, we've shot at them, and, you know, our Second Amendment rights to stand our ground. Okay, so the person I'm talking to, Paul Gozar, here is um, undercurrent. <laughs> is uh is walter masters and, and he says that he owns uh, a ranch in yuma mm -hmm. and that and of course he, he he's making all this up because yeah. he's just looking for the reaction of how paul gozar will, will react to this um and he says that we use in our second amendment rights and we're firing at people mm -hmm. they're using their guns to fire at other human beings on property watch his reaction here um you know, I'm worried that the Democrats are going to send me to jail, you know, if I hit one of them, mm -hmm. right? They have more rights than we do. Yeah, it's like I can't shoot at them, when, you know, as they cross the border and stuff. I mean, I think I might have hit someone. I might have hit someone, and I'm like, I was distressed about it. For What a piece of shit. What a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. And it's not surprising, really, that it's coming from these assholes. Yeah. I it's mean, they're the you know it, again. You like you said before, like any normal, uh, just actual human that cares for others, or just just just, uh, in you know, any person that was actually pro life, any person from a party that says we're pro life, you would think in that moment when somebody said, "Oh, I you know I can't hit them," you know, and they go, "Yeah, well, they've got more rights than we do." Okay. That is definitely not the case. And then second is if you were to say, oh, I was I was kind of stressed out and like under duress and all this stuff uh, just because of me, you know, hitting them. Paul Gosar doubles down on the fact of like, yeah, that's totally OK. You know, that's totally fine. That is the world we live in now. And you should be able to protect yourself. 
and shoot those people because those people don't have the same rights and are not humans. But again, this whole pro-life thing, they're willing to stand on this pedestal of the Second Amendment, which they don't even really understand. And they want to use an excuse to uh, control power and you know remove people who are in their way. And those people are non-white, the brown, black, whoever might type of person that doesn't look like them, that they don't understand, that they're unwilling to understand, and they don't have empathy toward, but will just use as political pawns and say, ah, well, if they die, they die. You know what? They stepped foot on my land, so fuck them, right? Well, and and that's mean- the... I mean, that's that's the that's the inhumane part is they don't really um, Paul Gozar doesn't see these people as humans, obviously. No. I mean, um, none of them do. Right. I no. mean, you, whether you've got Ron DeSantis or Greg Abbott or whoever it is, all of these people do not see other humans. Even if you are an American citizen. Right. I'm an American citizen and I right. get DMs from people that tell me that I should go back across the country. And this guy still that- this guy still DMing you. I haven't seen a DM lately. Oh, okay. uh, I mean, I report. I spoke to the FBI yesterday because it's a hate crime. Uh oh, ruh Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, that you know, it's funny when they come up in the DMs and saying shit like that to you. That they think they think that they're they have the freedom to say that to you directly, right? And they have the freedom to be a bigot. They yeah. they absolutely have the freedom and the liberty to be a bigot. They have the freedom and the liberty to go out. Um, on a street corner and yell and scream bigoted things. Mm -hmm. But you cannot, you cannot directly threaten someone. Right. Especially when you do it in, I don't know, when you're under the guise of a hate crime because you're doing it because of. Which the other thing, the other thing that I found funny about that was Mm -hmm. in, in the line, like there's a lot of crazy stuff this guy says, you know, like I should be, I'd be grateful to the white man for the electricity (laughs) and the computer that I'm spreading my propaganda on. But the thing that I found the funniest was he was like, you saw us on January 6th, right? You saw what we could do, right? Fuck around and find out, you know, you should be grateful for all this stuff. But I'm like, wait, 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 hold on. I thought you guys said it was black lives matter and Antifa. That's right. So are you admitting right now that this is actually you guys, you were the ones at the Capitol. So, well, I, I mean, this is not surprising. It's the same motherfucking people that would show up at the speaker, the house's residence. And what they're saying now, the reporting is that this guy showed up hoping the speaker of the house would be at, but be there at the residence. And she was not there. Cause obviously she's working hard in Washington right. for the American people. They don't quite understand that she doesn't fly back to San Francisco every single night. I don't know what the hell the problem is. Um, and, and, and we're going to, I know we're going to, um, we're running out of time. So I got to get the bonehead and I really yeah, want yeah. to talk about this more, but let's do this. Let's go to bonehead of the week. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll be bonehead of the week. Stick around. We'll be right back right after these messages. What the fuck is wrong with you people? It's a rhetorical question at best. We'll be right back on the Tony Michaels Podcast. Fellow patriots, what would you do if there was a Trump supporter right in front of you, crying in pain because they have to live under communist tyranny? We know what you would do. You'd reach out and give that true American a hand. Now, here's your chance. For only $50 a day, you can help us help those true Americans recover from Biden's socialist reign of terror. These are those Trump supporters, and this is that moment. Send your donation via Venmo to the real president, Donald J. Trump. 
it's only $50 a day, <clears throat> recurring. And it means you'll get these Trump supporters the critical help they so desperately need to survive under this false regime. Please donate now, because those Trump supporters you just saw can't wait another moment. Fuck em, fuck em, fuck em, fuck em, fuck em, fuck em. We're back to the Tony Michaels Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the show. We're at the bottom of the second hour, but we are in the second hour, and you know what that means here on Friday, the Tony Michaels Podcast. Bonehead of the week. You vote, you decide, we break it down for you here on the Bonehead of the Week. Me and my co-host, Gabe Sanchez, he's back. He's in the deep state bunker somewhere, but he is back with us. He is back with us. Gabe, I'm excited about Bonehead of the Week. So mm-hmm. let's just, you know what? Let's just get into it. Let's just, let's start the music. Welcome to Bonehead of the Week. This week's edition. Every single Friday, every single Friday, no matter mm-hmm. where Gabe Sanchez is at, we do Bonehead of the Week on the Tony Michaels podcast, also replaying on the Midas Touch Network every single Friday. Make sure you subscribe to the Tony Michaels podcast. Don't forget to hit that button. And if you're on the Midas Touch Network watching Bonehead of the Week right now, hit the subscribe button as well because mm-hmm. that replay. You can also vote on YouTube, on our YouTube channel, the Tony Michaels podcast. But Gabe, you can also go over to Twitter. As long as it's still up and running, you can go over to Twitter at Tony Michaels Pod and you can vote for Bonehead of the Week every single week for every single Friday. You can also download every single Bonehead of the Week, Gabe, on Sundays, oh. Apple, Spotify, Google. Just go search the Tony Michaels Podcast on any of your favorite directories and you'll be able to find Bonehead of the Week. And also, while you're there, download every single episode of our show. Monday through Friday, two hours every single weekday on YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, but you can download it on all your podcast directories mm. there. Gabe, do you like this uh, new um, banner I got here? Lock him oh, up. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah, I move, I move my I move my nugs, not drugs, and right. I put the uh I put the lock him up here behind me. This oh. thing's on our th- this thing's on our merch store. It's on store.dtonymichaels.com. While you're over there checking it out, (laughs) store.dtonymichaels.com. Also check out the Liberty Sweaters Pullover Hoodies and zip up. It's getting cold outside. It is. Sanchez, it is getting very cold. You better stay warm while you're standing in line to vote. You don't want to get cold. So go to store.dtonymichaels.com. We run on your support and we appreciate every single bit of it here on the Tony Michaels podcast. Gabe, who are our boneheads this week? Oh boy. We've got a good collection here. Mm -hmm. We've got representative Paul Gosar. Yeah. uh, The man that thinks it's okay for people to shoot uh, any migrants that are coming across the border. We've got Herschel Walker. I paid for another abortion, but most likely I have other ones that are, you know, (laughs) How many, how many abortions are there really? I mean, you know, like I said on the, on my, what was that uh, segment on this? I said, I wouldn't be surprised. And this is after the only the first abortion that we found out about. I said, I mm-hmm. wouldn't be surprised if we found out Herschel Walker paid for more abortions with uh, other women. And then two weeks later, 
we find out Herschel Walker paid for another abortion for the woman that he drove to the clinic. Then we also have Senator Lindsey Graham, who seems to be Herschel Walker's sidekick this week. It's kind of gross. It is. I mean, this whole, we'll show clips of it, but this whole like PR kind of let's fix the problem, double down on this candidate (laughs) kind of thing. I mean, they are so desperate. We have, we have, um, how many days? Two weeks? Two weeks or so? Less than two weeks? Less than two weeks. Till, till the election. And I mean, yeah, well, I guess 11 days. Yeah, right. We're close. We are in the final countdown and Republicans are desperate for that seat. And so now they just have to double down and lead into Mm -hmm. the fact that they've got a candidate who has a history of violence, a history of lying, uh, you know, faking himself to be a police officer. We've got him paying he for He continues to do that, by the way. Oh, he yeah. Continues, he continues to go out on stage like, they say this is fake, but it's real. Like, I mean, you're holding it. I mean, yeah. it's real as you're holding it. But does he really believe that he's a police officer? I don't know. Maybe we'll I mean, find out. Maybe we'll find out. I think he does. I think he does. Well, maybe you know? we'll find out today on, on Bonehead yeah. of the Week. So let's go first to Paul Gozar because we were just kind of watching a video on the podcast of this guy. Right. Um, and I wanna I'm gonna go here first because I know this probably infuriates the absolute hell out of you. Mm-hmm. Um, this video here. No, and yeah. It's and we're, we're gonna we're gonna play it here again. We played it on the podcast, but I want to play it again. Now, um, for anyone who doesn't know, Lauren Windsor, uh, she does undercurrent, and she goes and she talks and asks questions to politicians Mm -hmm. that are unsuspecting that she's asking them questions. Now, they believe that she's a Trump supporter or MAGA or a right-wing or Republican, and she's asking these questions. Now, she's been um, noticed, um, and they've kind of – they know who she is now, so she's not as – um, easily able to do this anymore. So she's recruited some help here. But in this clip here, um, let me take this banner off here. There we go. So you can see the um, the uh, uh, the words here. But listen, listen to this video. This is Paul Gozar, one of the contestants on Bonehead of the Week. Let's watch. Actually, I'm a huge fan of everything we've done for election integrity and everything. I'm just especially protecting our southern border right now. I just, my family's ranch is down in Yuma, and you know, we have illegals on our land. So we've, we've sh- okay, so the person here talking to Paul Gozar claims he has a ranch in Yuma, and there's the illegals. Again, a, a key word mm-hmm. um, that, it, that they're using here. Again, it, they're not they're not necessarily illegal um, just because they're on a piece of land. That's not, and because they're brown, but this is the trope. This is the nonsense that is being pushed by the right wing. And this is what has probably driven this psychopath who went to the speaker of the house, his residence broke in and, and, and was looking for Nancy Pelosi, the speaker of the house and ended up beating her husband with the hammer. Let's, let's listen to um, what Paul Gozar says in reaction to this person saying what they what they did to these mm-hmm. illegals, quote unquote, on their land. John at them and, you know, our Second Amendment rights to stand our ground. Um, you know, I'm worried that the Democrats are going to send me to jail, you know, if I hit one of them. Mm-hmm. Right. They have more rights than we do. Yeah, it's like I can't shoot at them, you know, as they cross the border and stuff. I mean, I think I might have hit someone. I might have hit someone, and I'm like, I was distressed about it for a week. Yeah. 
And so I just thank you for everything. You're you're and for election integrity. Say, say your prayer because this country needs you. This country needs you. Shaking his hand. This country needs you. And well, uh, let me finish here because it gets worse. A bunch of people that are ready to go into action. Yeah, actually, yeah. And- How fucking gross is that? People ready to go into action. I wonder, I wonder, Gabe, if Paul Gozar, when he heard the story about Paul Pelosi this morning, if he was excited. Oh, I, just, I, just I guarantee Paul Gosar was fucking incredibly giddy. That he was like, piece oh, I'm shit. so excited. Oh, man. You know, I mean, again, this is the Republican Party that are pro-life, but are super excited when they call upon the death of other people, especially lawmakers, sitting public figures. They are fucking giddy to the gills in terms of what possibilities there are of somebody getting attacked. You find out a guy in San Francisco shows up with a hammer to Paul Pelo- or to the Pelosi household and says, where's Nancy? And then, you know, beats and assaults uh, her husband. It's something that I would hope that everyone across the board would say, yeah, that's not okay. And right now, what I'm seeing online is that there's a lot of people being like, oh, this guy, David, De- De- uh, well, it's, it's the French way would be Depep, right? It, which is D-E-P-A-P-E. Is this the suspect? This is the one that they've arrested uh, that was there, right? So they said, now that everyone's online being like, oh, this guy is uh, a Berkeley resident. He's far left. He's this and that. Like, So I, I've, I'm already tracking what's going on the right as of right now. And they're all pushing this idea that this guy is a leftist. He is. Of course they have to start that narrative because they know, they know what's real. They know what's real. They know the reality of it. And I showed in our show today, a clip from Fox news already, already Mm -hmm. capitulating to this, this bullshit. Well, I mean, the other thing is they're saying like, Oh, he's a Castro nudist protester and stuff like that. It's like, okay, uh, I, I can't confirm this stuff, but sources are saying that's who the suspect is. One, you do realize you can have conservative views. and I mean, like I used to live in San Francisco. There were a ton of things you could do. There was the Folsom Street Fair. There was Castro and other areas where you could ha- be nudist and be outside and do that stuff. You don't have to be liberal to do those things. You can still have bigoted views and feel like you want to walk out with a pair of shoes and nothing else on. Wait, wait, wait. It, are you telling me that 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 conservatives are allowed to live in San Francisco Bay area. Is that what you're telling me? Cause it sounds like you. it sounds like in a country where you're free to live where you want. It feels like what you're saying is that, is that a conservative, a MAGA Trump supporter could mm-hmm. live in the Bay area. It almost feels yeah, it's like that's pretty, what you're saying. It's pretty, it's pretty crazy. I know, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> God forbid there are people who are conservative that also have these same type of, lifestyle choices for the people that you want to uh you want to attack right as a republican they want to attack these people for doing you know um that how they want to live and how they want to be so it's you know i'm just i just want to bring that up is right now they're saying like oh here are facts about this guy it's like okay yeah he lives in the bay area he's a nudist that doesn't mean that he is this right he doesn't mean that you can't be one and the other the other thing too is like we've seen people that have gone from one side to the other side so if you were pulling up history of someone from the past that doesn't necessarily doesn't necessarily mean what they are today right you could say this person was an extreme leftist in right. 1990 to 2000 
However, and when those things are documented, and then you could say up until recent, let's say in the last six years, this person has changed their ways, still have those lifestyle choices. They can still be that person as far as you know and what's been documented, but they can also be fucking a nut, like nut job conspiracy theorist um, still living in the Bay Area, right? There are a ton of fucking people who believe crazy things, especially right-wing ideologies that live in the Bay Area. I mean, go to any... You know, spoiler for the right wing people out there, but, you know, CEOs (laughs) and other people who run tech companies in SF, you've got a wide range of people. We're not all left liberal leaning uh, Marxists. There are a ton of people I've worked with and also worked for that are very, very much on the right, that are very conservative in their values, but they live in SF. There's a lot of money to be made out here. Again, again, Gabe, I want I want to be careful here because what you're saying is, is that. Only, only people that not only people who are are Marxist and Leninist and communist mm-hmm. can live in San Francisco is what you're saying. You have you can be something other than that than right. um, to live in San Francisco. Is that what you're saying? Is that San Francisco doesn't have a uh, a gate that they're like whoa 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 they're MAGA right. supporter. You can't come in here. It's it's mm-hmm. not a thing that exists. Is that what you're saying? I mean, I just you know, I just I just want to I just want to bring up the fact that you know these are things that uh, you know people like to say that San Francisco is all crazy liberals. Uh, that is not the case <laughs> at all. Uh, as someone who who lived in San Francisco for nearly eight years, I can tell you for a fact. Uh, working in tech, you meet a lot of conservative people. You meet a lot of libertarians too, fucking crazy people. But do you meet do you meet a lot of boneheads? Then is that what you? Oh, a ton of boneheads. A ton of boneheads. Working at a company, and you know, I you know work within products, so you meet a lot of people that are like, I'm going to make this decision. And you're like, that's a very bold assumption you're making about the user base, but we'll try it out. You know, like you know what I should do? You know, I should I should buy over and an overpriced. Um, figure evaluation a, a social media company. That's what I should do. That sounds like a real boneheaded thing exactly. that a bonehead would yeah. do in, in tech. Okay, speaking of another bonehead, Herschel Walker. And uh-huh. I don't even I don't even know if we need to do much on Herschel Walker to prove why he's a bonehead. I mean, you just just like it's like a clip of Herschel Walker. And I mean, he he he's been on insanity. his uh, there. You know, even if you look at the little press conference he did with. Tom Cotton and and uh, Rick Scott, you know, he's doing he's telling these these stories, right? These uh these these stories about a bull in a pasture, right? And he's got mm-hmm. six six cows that he got pregnant or whatever. And it's then he really looks weird over the stuff. It's really it's weird. weird. Stuff. And he's like, and he looks over the fence, he's like, Oh, there's some other cows that I want to like get fucking freaky with. And also, by the way, at that same at that same press conference. They the song that introed them in was bad to the bone, <laughs> which if anyone knows the history behind that song or just read the lyrics, it's literally about a dude and bad to the bone. He's talking about his his dick, you know, and his, his what his, his dick, what? his dick, his dick, his dick. But <laughs> I like how you said it. I like how yeah, you said it. it's the you can't you can't make this stuff up like the the ability for them to either double down on something because they think it's funny, right? We're going to make light of the fact that he lied about having an abortion, but then he's going to say, oh, uh, he's going to play this song about how he's going around spreading his seed and having sex with people, right? Which is like 
the broke the a thousand par- hearts. Right. The parallel before I met you of, of yeah, of his life to the song is like break a thousand wow. more baby. Right. Before I so, am through. So I then mean, that's, that's the words to the song. I mean, that's yeah. And, and you, like I said, you can't make this stuff up. So at that <laughs> conference, you know, he's outside the bus with them. You know, they're giggling and laughing at these stories that he's telling. He's talking about this cow getting pregnant or these cows getting pregnant in the bull scene over, you know, like it's always greener on the other side. That's the perception that you have. And then you go over there and then it turns it's a out bunch of other dudes and you, gotta, and you dudes, get homophobic, you get homophobic, which again goes back to the whole Matt Walsh. Like you right. see uh, w- what you think is a woman, right. Or that yep. looks attractive or whoever it might be. And you go, Oh man, I got these feelings inside. Ooh. And then it's revealed that maybe they're not what you think they are. And then you're like, Oh wait, what? You know? And it's, it's they, crazy. They it's think, almost they as, think too much about the dick. Like right. you said, they think way too much about it. Like it, you are too focused on that kind of thing it, for, it is, for normal yeah. society to operate. Right. It's like, like people are you, really too focused on genitalia. You would think that life is already crazy enough. You've mm-hmm. got to worry about your family, your expenses, right. mm-hmm. the food and you know right. things you put on the table. You would think that those would be more important. Also, having representatives that rep- that you know lawmakers that represent you as a constituent to make that sure actually that do something that actually, actually do, do something, something that care for you that actually want the well being of the community. You would think that those things would be important, right? But instead, they care about governing the, the same people who say, "I want small government. I don't want an overreaching government." They're the same people that say, "Oh yeah, the medical choices that you make as a woman should be between you, your doctor." And your local politician, right? Which is insane. <laughs> I've never, of- I've never, I couldn't think of a way to say this this morning because I was like, I've never, like in my lifetime, in my entire lifetime, I've been here almost 40 years. And I'm yeah. like, I've never heard ever before someone suggest that the mayor or like a councilman should right. be in the doctor's office with you. When you're talking about a medical procedure, like what yeah, the it, fuck are you? What the hell? Like what? What planet are you people on anymore? Uh, uh, like how yeah. did you get so far down this road off the track so much yeah. that you're telling people what you a Senate candidate, a United right. States Senate candidate who who honestly has a huge microphone. I mean, he doesn't live in the state that he's running and he's a right. carpetbagger and he's a dual citizen. He's a liar. He's mm-hmm. a snake oil salesman. But he actually stands on stage and says that local politicians should be helping you make your medical decision. It's right. weird ass shit. And I've never heard it before in my I life. Doctor Doctor Oz, a quack doctor, is yeah, is telling people that those those are the people that should be involved in your body. Right, but these are the this... people running for senate, though. Ex- like exactly. Herschel Walker. Right. Now, now Herschel Walker. The, 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 for everyone who doesn't know, the new news is that Herschel Walker has paid for a second abortion. Now, I think the most significant um, part of this story is um, that uh, Allred, attorney Allred, actually gave her a press conference, and we might play it here, but I got a more important video I want you to see about Herschel mm-hmm. Walker. Um, Allred said that not only gave, did Herschel Walker pay for this abortion, the woman, he this is like in 1993, took the mm-hmm. woman to the clinic. The woman decided not she chose not to have an abortion. Mm-hmm. She had the choice and she chose not to. Herschel Walker then coerced her back to the clinic 
made her go inside and he waited in the parking lot until she had an abortion. So not only is Herschel Walker paying for abortions, he has a history of forcing a woman to have mm-hmm. abortions, which is not surprising, honestly, because there is no principle with this pro-life stuff. These forced right. birthers, when you will force a woman to have a baby, even if their life or a, a little girl has been raped by their uncle or their dad, if you will be, if you will force a woman or a little girl to have a baby, you definitely, definitely, a hundred percent will force someone that you want to have an abortion to have an right. abortion, which is fucking. It's just right down the alley of these fucking fascists. But I want to play a video here. <clears throat> this is uh, by a good friend and a TikToker, Thomas the Villain Bishop. And he lays out who Herschel Walker is in this video in three minutes. And it is absolute mwah, perfection of how he describes it. And then when we go to the bonehead of the week, I want to tell you how these things connect. Let's watch. So USA Today put out an opinion piece. And it's basically something I've been saying all along about Herschel Walker. You see in the annals of the Republican brain, Herschel Walker is the perfect representation for black people. Without question. He is every stereotype that we have been called for 40, 50, 60 fucking years. Every single one absentee father check abusive check illiterate check athletic check will listen to what his masters say check He's a perfect representation. And sadly, he might just win. He might just win. You see, black men like Fred Hampton and Huey P. Newton and Malcolm X and Martin Luther King, at no point would they do the step and fetch it for them, for American society. They weren't going to do it. Too much pride, too much dignity, too much manliness for that to happen. But the racist tropes never went away. They never did. We never confronted them, unless we confronted them in the black community. But we never confronted them nationwide, society-wide. So they persisted. And to look at someone like Raphael Warnock, who embodies the spirit of the Fred Hamptons, the Malcolm X's, the Martin Luther King's. Well, how do you beat that? You beat it by putting somebody so polar opposite, yet so acceptable because he's under your banner that he might just win. And they found it. Lusting after white women, check. He is everything we have ever been called in society. I keep saying all along, if they find a picture of Herschel Walker eating chicken and watermelon, you will have N-word bingo. And sadly, he might win. So when people start talking to me about how much we progressed as a society, 
the only thing I'm going to say from this point forward is look at Herschel Walker and tell me you still believe that. I, I, I he just might win. He just right. might win and he could win. And that's the saddest part about this video is the truth in the matter that mm -hmm. we actually are in a position where and Thomas lays it out perfectly here that we have a candidate of Herschel Walker in this position where he could be elected as a United States senator. Now, I'm very confident, in fact, that the people of Georgia will have level head and they will go and they will make sure that Herschel Walker is not anywhere near making decisions for us as a people. Right. And but I think the way that Thomas lays it out here is um, it really is kind of dark, to be quite honest with you. But it's the truth. It's mm -hmm. the truth. It's the truth that maybe maybe not a lot of people want to admit, especially white people. But it's the fucking truth. Right. It's the truth. And it, if you don't like it, if it gives you a weird feeling inside, it's because it's the truth. So I, I think um, Thomas for giving us that video. I yeah. played it uh, earlier on this week and everyone really liked it. And I would I mean, there's been there's a lot in, you know, leading up to the midterms. You know, there's a question of like, is all of this kind of in place? I, like the things that are happening outside of this, right? You've got Twitter and it's like, oh, is this a distraction? Obviously, you've got other things like Kanye West. I think mm. this directly ties in with stuff like Kanye West, which is creating a normalization of anti-blackness, right. which also leads into anti-semitism right and making that perfectly okay right there's always a canary in the coal mine there's always going to be something that shows you an early indication that things are kind of on the rise in terms of this type of villainous activity and behavior and this is something where you say oh well you know it's totally okay you know obviously people are gonna be like oh well i've got that one black friend or we've got this one guy who's running for office who's black like how can you right. tell me there's not uh, oppression or there's not racism, you know, in this country, I can tell you firsthand, I get messages, not as bad as things that other people get. Obviously I don't have people showing up to my house with a hammer or I've got, you know, other people that are threatening other people because of the way that they look or the things that they believe in or whatever it might be. But that is, that's the party. That's the party right there. And there are a few people within the Republican party that send their thoughts and prayers, obviously, uh, but it doesn't mean shit when those are the same people that are sending thoughts and prayers when students and children are just slaughtered, right? right? By easily accessible guns. This is a party that wants to gaslight and scapegoat and victim blame and, and throw the, the responsibility on someone else and say, ah, there's nothing we can do about it. When we turn a blind eye and we don't address these things and we don't, you know, shine light on these things then what we find ourselves is a society that is willing to say, yeah, that's okay that that one group that is marginalized is okay being, you know, degraded or insulted or assaulted in any way. And that is the Republican Party, right? They might say one thing, but behind closed doors, they're saying a completely different thing, which is, yeah, we're okay being racist and bigots and anti-Semites and, you know, transphobic and homophobic and all of these things. And that is what the Republican Party is. And that is what MAGA is. That is what Trumpism is. And that's what we are up against when we go to the ballot on November 8th. You know, if you can vote now, vote now. I mean, remember that do not look at the polls. Do not take Fuck this defeatist polls. attitude. Yeah, do not take this, oh, we're, we're totally okay 
right now because I live in a blue state or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. it's everything down, as you say, to the fucking dog catcher. That's right. These are the positions that are up for grabs and the ones that these people start low and build their way up, right? So they're building their political clout by starting at a low position. And then who knows? The next time they run, it could be for a U.S. representative or state position. Then it could be a U.S. senator. These are things that we have to stop in its tracks right now. And if we don't, then we're going to find more of this normalization. Oh, it's totally okay that a political candidate said these anti-Semitic things right. or said these racist things. Kanye said them. Kanye right, said them. exactly. And, and the, the thing deal? is like, right, like he apologized to the Jewish community. I would, I'm, everyone is still waiting for him to apologize to the black community. He said things years ago, like slavery was a choice and Harriet Tubman didn't free the slaves and all of these things. And he has not apologized to a community that has been marginalized and has been oppressed for so long, right? It really does show you the fact that the Republicans are unwilling to speak out against the things that he said because, like, oh, great, he's a vessel to normalize this type of rhetoric. And if he says it, then it's fine. We've got a group of people that now can then say, well, if he said it, then we can say it. And you let the boogeyman out of the closet and you can't put him back in. Right. That's the that's the situation we're in right now. Well, and And I'll tell you, that leads me to the DM, the dishonorable mention, because Steve Scalise this morning is saying out loud and he's saying what he wants. Right. Right. Because that uh, he's a dishonorable mention this morning because Steve Scalise is saying, oh, he sees the country going in the way of Italy, which is right wing, which Mm -hmm. if you go look at Italy and you look at the facts, the reason why. Italy went right wing is because the generic ballot, the independents, the moderates that we think of here didn't participate and in their democracy there. So here in the United States, if the if the independents, if the moderates, if everyone does not participate in their democracy and does not lean in to their democracy. Yes, Mm -hmm. we may. It is super important if you can vote to go vote. Not just not just on the day, but if you can vote early and it's more important, Gabe, now than ever to not just see your ballot is your right. It is your right to engage in your democracy. You must encourage three people to go vote. Right. You must get those three people to encourage three more people. Right. That mm-hmm. is how and, and and you do that by engaging. Maybe it's just pulling up the video I just showed you of Thomas telling yeah. you what is the truth about Herschel Walker and not a, and not about the truth of Herschel Walker as in Herschel Walker shouldn't be United States Senator. The truth about the people who are supporting him. Right. That is the stark thing that I think Thomas lays out so well in that video is the truth about it. Because Steve Scalise, our dishonorable mention today, wants the right wing here. They right. want an authoritarian state. They mm-hmm. want to be able to tell you that you can't get an abortion and that you have to get an abortion just like Herschel Walker because folks they're supporting that candidate that's their guy that's their fucking guy right now because you you know there's I just want to bring up this comment because he's been he's been absent from the show oh really uh who do we have with us fake Gabe has has made an appearance back after he he was suspended I don't know yeah it could have been I don't don't know. know I just remember the last time we saw him was after uh Texas Paul ripped him a new one and it I don't know if he got suspended or he kind of, you know, tucked tail and ran away. Mm-hmm. But since he hasn't been here, right. he's going to make a comment here that says, in order for white supremacy to succeed is you to believe you are inferior. Are any of you inferior to anybody? 
I don't believe that I am inferior to anybody. Mm-mm. However, I have people on a roughly daily basis that send me messages that tell me I am. Now, since you weren't here, just to fill you in, fake Gabe, I got some messages from a white supremacist that told me to go back across the country to where I came from, to go to my shithole nation on my dirty ass floor in Mexico, like all the other Mexicans and Venezuelans. Where were you grateful. born, Gabe? Where were you born? I was born here in the United States. Oh, okay. I yeah, just pretty crazy. Sure. Pretty crazy. Your dad's that, from Mexico, though. A beautiful my dad, country. Yeah. yeah. My dad is from Mexico. Mm-hmm. I have family there. Right. Uh, but I was born. I'm a citizen. <laughs> and the other Jeremy Johnson on here wants me to show my papers. I, I didn't know that we were dealing with the Gestapo. Right. But fake Gabe hasn't been here. So just to give you a background, I got a message on Instagram. Uh, this guy telling me that I, you know, fuck around, find out the white man, you should be grateful. Uh, he's going to come and, you know, take over and take control. If you don't know what's good for you, basically threatening me, it's a hate crime, uh, reported, spoke to the FBI yesterday. So when somebody tells me, oh, white supremacy, if you believe you're inferior, that is not true. I don't believe that I'm inferior. I believe that we're all equal. Now I do believe there is a classist society that we live in where people have more power, But do I believe that we're all equal as a human to human? Yes, I do, because that is what this country was founded on, right? The pursuit of happiness, liberty, justice, and the fact that we are all equal. The country has a past that is pretty messy and terrible, and we're we are some of it's pretty gross. Let's say it's it's pretty gross. gross. But we have done, we are, you know, we are moving forward, you know, despite some people like white supremacists and Republicans who want to regress our country back to when women didn't have the right to vote or when uh, the black community didn't have the right to vote or when, you know, like everything that is that is pro-white are these ideologies that they want. So when somebody tells me that, are you inferior to anybody else? I don't believe I am. However, you have people within the Republican Party that support Trump and other in this MAGA ideology that do believe they're better. They do believe because they're white that they are superior to me and that I am inferior to them just because of my last name and make the assumption that I'm not a legal citizen in this country. So when I see stuff like this from fake Gabe, you know, I'm glad to see that you're back uh, because we love that you engage with the show and that you expose your dumb fuckery, we'll call it. But the when Trump I see copy st- machine, the Trump copy machine. But when I see stuff it. like this, I just want to call it out because it is it is uh, ignorant, it is dumb, moronic, uh, and it it's really exactly puts- what the white supremacists want. By the way, right? It's exactly what the white supremacists want is for fake Gabe and people like fake Gabe, and really more than anything, people like Herschel Walker, Candace Owens, Kanye West, and real Gabe here. They they want them to believe this shit, mm-hmm. this garbage, because because that that is how they win. But we must not let them win. We must not let them win. No matter how much they claim to be for free speech and all this stuff, and they they claim to be for this or for that and inferior this and superior that. Right. Because game, I got a story for you here on the um on the Alpha Cuck because someone got Alpha Cuck of the week. You know we mm. do dishonorable mention and we have the mm-hmm. Alpha Cuck. And the alpha cuck of the week is Elon Musk. And we know the news about Elon Musk, but I want to show you why he got cucked by a cat turd. Mm -hmm. (laughs) As the first order of business at Twitter, he got cucked by a cat turd. Listen to this. 
Um, this account says, uh, it, now this name of this account is This Machine Kills Fascists. <laughs> Imagine spending $44 billion to be at the behest of someone called Cat Turd. Elon Musk is such a loser. This is fucking real. I'm not making this shit up. This tweet, yeah, you can go find this tweet. I double-checked. I even I even took a screenshot of this because, remember, if anyone uh, – I called it out in, in the last – what was that? On the January 6th, day 9. But also, if you just go look for Cat Turd 2 and just put in quotes busted or LOL busted, <laughs> you will find that this account still has it up. Quote tweeted another account who uh, who took a screenshot of Nancy Pelosi on the phone January right. 6th when she's calling for backup. Mm-hmm. To help control the capital, right? The phone is black because you mean phones, the screen. The screen is blank, right? The screen, Why she's it, holding it to her face, exactly? Because mm-hmm. the phone, right. you know, this spoiler alert has what's called a proximity sensor, right? And just in layman's terms, it's a sensor. This little sensor that detects if there's an object in front of it, right? And it'll turn the screen black so that it doesn't waste the battery, right? Mm-hmm. So we reduce battery consumption because when things are on, they use power oh and also if it's on then you could actually accidentally touch the screen so by well well well, you mean you're telling what i just want to make sure that i understand technology because we're about to talk to about the person who supposedly invented the electric car which he did Mm -hmm. not but he supposedly did you're telling me that when i hold a touchscreen phone to my face if my skin touches it it could actually activate the buttons on the touch screen Is that what you're telling me? Because it It, seems like that would almost be, I don't know, a feature of a smartphone that when you put it to your face, mm -hmm. that it would turn the screen off. That way you don't inadvertently touch it with your face. You don't send a message. You don't add a call. You don't end the call. Hang up. Yeah. It's kind of weird stuff. It's kind of crazy because remember, we no longer use tactile buttons, right? We moved from flip phones to <laughs> do you think smartphones. Cat, do you think Cat Turd has like a like a Blackberry? Do you remember Blackberries with the buttons? They had I, buttons on it. Yeah, well, that you yeah, they eat. they did maybe, have buttons. You know, maybe, I don't know. I don't maybe know. they're still using a Palm okay. Pilot with a little that stylus. You know, well, that maybe, is that's totally it, maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. But I, I'm serious. We have to talk about cat, the Count Cat Turd here on the Bone End of the Week. Believe it or not, he tweets... The cat turd account tweets report. Oh my God. Day one of Elon Musk owning Twitter. I'll be doing this every day to see if anything changes. As of now, I'm still shadow banned, ghost banned, search banned, and Twitter removed 1,200 followers today, as usual. Whatever the hell that means. Nothing has changed. I'll report again tomorrow. So it's a good thing that cat turd is staying on top of this Mm -hmm. because look here. Elon Musk responds. Now, um, it was within 12 hours. So, right. you know, I mean, he's not right on. He had a lot of other things to do. He had to fire the right. CEO. He had right. to fire the CFO. He had to get the, right. he had to fire the, you know, legal execs. He had to get those people out. Well, yeah. I mean, how, how, how is, <laughs> how is he literally going to destroy Twitter without doing all that? I mean, right. He's here to destroy Twitter. So Elon Musk literally, literally, <laughs> This is fucking real. I am not making this up. I had to double check this shit. I had to make sure it was real. I sent it to Gabe to make sure he could verify it. So we weren't mm-hmm. fucking up here on the bone end of the week and saying something that wasn't real. This is fucking real. Elon Musk replied to the account cat turd. As much as it hurts me to say that sentence, 
And mm-hmm. he replied with this. I will be digging in more today. He literally sent a message to an account on Twitter called Cat Turd, who likely if it is a cat, which I don't know how this person identifies, but if they are a cat who uses a litter box, they literally would be digging in the litter box. He sends them a message. I will be digging in more today into why cat turd who gives a fuck about this really but apparently it it really does just like the the caption said it really does show you that a guy is willing to pay 44 or get a group of people and himself to purchase a company for 44 billion dollars which started off as a joke poll he paid over the amount of what the market was offering right in terms of what it was actually valued in the stock market he did 54.20, which equaled out to 44 billion mm-hmm. and some change. He buys this thing. And what is he doing as chief twat? I mean, twit. Uh, what is he doing? <laughs> he is playing customer service representative. He is a customer support for service cat turd. For, for cat, cat turd. turd. He is taking personal requests to look into this, which, by the way, I also want to I, I want to emphasize he's complaining about losing 1200 followers. I lost 200 today, and over the course of three months, like, it's Twitter purging out bots. I've lost probably a 1,000 or so people over the last month when they've been doing these things where, like, oh, I wake up and I lose 200, I lose 100, I lose 300, I lose 200. Like I said, I've lost about 1,000. Right. Now, shit, though? yeah, it's like that's what it does, right? Twitter, you know, you've got Elon complaining about bots and not wanting to – to actually go into the deal in July because he's like, oh well, you well, yeah, he's trying to he he tried everything he possibly could yeah. right up till last minute yesterday to get out. And of And they're this. like, no, we you need to buy it. You signed a contract. Right, it's your fault you didn't read it, or and it's your fault that you didn't put any other stipulations in it. You have to now buy it. So now you've got Cat Turd responding to other people's messages and goes, I've now gained seven thousand followers since last night when I tweeted that things are definitely changing and it's glorious. Okay, so I want to point out. That already, Elon Musk hasn't owned this motherfucker for more than 24 hours. And here we are, on the internet, having to talk about how this thing has went to the litter box. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> because of a count called Cat Turd. This this is absolutely in the wheelhouse of these incels. Of these right. morons. Because literally, as funny and crazy as it is that the new CEO, the new owner, whatever the hell he is, what, the chief twat, as you called him, mm-hmm. who now owns Twitter, who... He literally, the reason why he's tweeting at Cat Turd is the same reason why he had to buy Twitter. Right. Like, it's the same reason that he had to buy Twitter. It's the same stupid shit. Like, oh, my God, man, you can't make this shit up. And we also, live in such a, we live in such a weird time. Such right. Weird time. And, and also, <laughs> what I find funny is that he tweeted that uh, or they i don't know who cat turd is i uh, think it's a dude because he has a show it's like a podcast marjorie taylor uh, has actually been on the the cat turd show i think gotcha so if you look at the look at the timestamp, if you go back to that oh yeah yeah let me let me see if i can go back so here. just to give everyone an understanding of how close these tweets are all right so this says 703 a.m your time right mm-hmm. now go up to elon's response and click into that so 703 a.m this is 641 that's so my this, time i'm in central yeah 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 so from 7.03 to 6.41, if we do the math here, we're talking 22 minutes, 22 right. minutes from uh, Elon saying, I'm going to look more into this today. And Cat Turd 2 saying, well, since last night tweeting that, I've gained 7,000 followers. The two are not connected. The two are not in any way connected. 
The reason that cat turd is shadow banned and search banned and all these, oh, I'm not, it's because you fucking spread conspiracy theories and right wing ideologies that are just inherently misinformation. And Elon's going to fix that today. Right. He's going to make sure not, to fix that today. It's not uh, Twitter's fault that people report you for misinformation right. and spreading conspiracy theories. When you do that, it's like, you know, you're getting strikes against your account to say, well, this person has been dinged for this and dinged for this. And dinged. maybe we should not promote that as much anymore. Wait, not you mean there's an algorithm that detects all these things? Is that what you're telling me? Is that what you're saying? Come on. Is that why they're saying. purging bots? Is because the algorithm figures out who the bots are. This is this is all just it, it, I can't even believe that we're talking about cat turd. Yeah. Um, and there's that, a lot of reasons why 7,000 followers, though, has not been here. You know what? Actually, let me just go check on this. Uh, oh, you, you're going to check the account to see how many yeah. uh, the followers are actually fake. So while you're doing that, while you're doing that, I want to go back to um, the Bonehead of the Week candidates. Because we have Paul Gozar, Herschel Walker, and Lindsey Graham. Yeah. Now, obviously, we know who the winner is now because of who we talked about and mm-hmm. the, the progression of the Bonehead of the Week. I am actually surprised that... They voted for Lindsey Graham, Gabe Sanchez. Yeah. I well, you really, know, you know I really you, felt you, like I really felt yeah. like it was gonna be Herschel Walker. I thought what it was happened? Be that too. It was what YouTube. Happened? YouTube oh. was it, usually things align about right, right on between Twitter and YouTube. But you mean, there you the, mean times- the, the polls kind of mirror each other. Because you yeah, can yeah. vote for Bone End of the Week on Twitter or you can vote on YouTube. Now right. I will admit. Last night when I went to, because Gabe puts it on Twitter and he sends it to me because he he ultimately chooses who is on. But I I kind of help, <laughs> but Gabe is ultimately the chief of the Bonehead of the week. Yeah, so I'm chief Bonehead, right? He's chief Bonehead, yeah. not chief twat, chief Bonehead here at Bonehead <laughs> of the week. And he sends me the poll when he posts it, and then I am responsible, or as last night I'm irresponsible of making sure it gets them on YouTube. Now I copied it and I went to my app to add it as a post because I use my cell phone because it's the mm-hmm. easiest, quickest way to get the right. poll up on there. So I was using my cell phone and as I was copying it and I went to the post uh, in YouTube and I was um, laying out the choices in the poll, someone called me. Mm. And when I got the phone call, I answered the phone call and never went back. So I wait, when you, when you took the phone call, did the screen turn black? Well, you know, I don't want to I don't want to spread any kind of conspiracy theories oh, around man I at all about how technology works. I don't want to I don't want to spread any kind I of I don't deep know, state. man. That sounds because because <laughs> basically sus? what would happen is if you took is if you sus? took the, you took it the phone call, you could have accidentally posted something oh my on god. YouTube. Oh my god. You know what? Whoa. I you know what? I bet it's that technology that made sure that that poll did not go out last night, that it went out really oh, early man. this morning. Because when I woke up this morning. I checked my phone and I'm like, oh shit, the bonehead of the week bowl. I don't remember pushing go. I went in wow. and I had to finish it. I had to put two more choices in and then mm. and then send mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But everyone voted, but they voted in a way that we didn't imagine. Right. So it was funny. the it was the votes on YouTube. You know, they what did you find on this cantered account, by the way? What did oh, you find on this? Right. So I, I wanted to double check. I haven't checked the actual uh, bots part, but I did double check the claim of I got seven seven thousand followers. So here here's the thing. I'm looking at a a breakdown. I mean, we can also here if we can put it up on the screen if you want to. Just well, so mean, people yeah, aren't like, mean, oh, you know, fake Dave and Jeremy out. Johnson oh, are gonna say you guys are fake you know, news, fake even here, though we're not the here, news. Like we're here not are the, the news. facts. Here, here, the are, news, here are the here are the cat is facts. Is this the link here? This is the link. The, the cat for, turd facts. 
Okay. Uh, for a service that anyone can use, continues. it's free. It basically just tracks everyone's account on YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, uh, Instagram, anything you can think of. All right. Okay. Here we so go. So if you scroll down, so this is Cat Turd Two. It's Cat Turd. Right? Oh, Cat now, Turd Two. Why is it Cat Turd Two? Because I guess Cat Turd One already or taken? Cat Turd. No, I think it got it got suspended. Oh, I think so they got permanently suspended for probably turd? spreading misinformation. Well, why, why wouldn't Why wouldn't Cat Turd Two ask to have Cat Turd One unbanned? I mean, wouldn't you? Uh, you know, it's one of those. Know. Who knows? I mean, if you had the ear of Elon Musk, total grade B. What does that mean? I don't know. What that means. It just means based on all these different factors. That's the like. Oh, your your social media kind of greater score. Oh, I see. It's based on your followers, who I you see. follow, how many so tweets. Pretty average. Stuff. Pretty average. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. So if you scroll down, and we keep going here. Yeah, keep going. Keep right going. Mm, keep going. There we go. Okay. So right here. No, no, no. Go up, 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 up to where the yep the table is right here. Okay. So what you're gonna see here is this shows you the date, and also the followers, who they follow, who follows them, the tweets that they send, and they show you basically what the growth. Hmm. or losses mm-hmm. uh, the gain or losses on your hmm. account doesn't look like and seven thousand is the number i'm not seeing a loss of 1200 i'm not seeing a gain of seven thousand even if guys this, we're going to do some simple math here even if you said i lost 1200 but i gained seven thousand the delta between the two would be 5800 correct here is today 1028 right so Up that's from yesterday 30. you know midnight up until today uh, but keep even in mind, even if you that, add these two figures together, that's not even right. close to that. And again, even if you were to subtract seven thousand from twelve hundred, you mm-hmm. get fifty eight hundred. That I, I'm not seeing fifty eight hundred. Even okay, between okay, these Gabe, two, I know what's I know what's going on. I know what's going on here. If if I will, yeah, it's an account called Cat Turd, and we're expecting it to know oh. how math works. Mm. I mean, that could be where we're going. It <laughs> could be where we're going wrong here. Is it's it's an account called Cat Turd, who has the attention of mm. the chief twat Elon Musk, and we're expecting it to know how math works. I think that's where we're uh, really that's, going wrong. I it's think almost as if we're assuming there's yeah. logic yeah, within I a group of people yeah. who don't understand how I don't know a phone works. Right? right. I think that's where we're at. I think that's mm. where we're at. I think well, that's where we're at. <sighs> it is. It's. it's, it's I did. Oh, I did. By the way, I looked up the fake follower count and Cat Turd two. Has they've got a total of about eight hundred and forty four thousand followers. Their percentage of fake followers that are like you know inactive bot users and such mm-hmm. forth are twenty eight percent. So twenty eight percent. Who whoosh 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 whoosh. Okay, mm. well let's um let's go back to the the bonehead poll here. Let's get to the bonehead of the week. We are over on time on the podcast, but we don't care. We're gonna finish out mm-hmm. the bonehead of the week here because we have a special bonehead for you. He's appeared on the Bonehead of the Week several times. Um, he is a favorite here at Bonehead of the Week. Senator Lindsey Graham is the Bonehead of the Week. Um, he, in, in great fashion, Lady G, has worked his way up to the top of the mm-hmm. Bonehead totem pole here for Bonehead of the Week. But Gabe, why is he the Bonehead of the Week? What did he exactly do? Exactly? Well, you know... I, there's a there's a through line, right? Every week there's a through line through. It's almost uh, like the boneheads are always connected. They're something. they're connected in some way, and <laughs> it's almost like they're know, all Republican or MAGA. I don't. Yeah. Just and I saw and I saw someone on in the comments. I just want to address it really quickly. Mm-hmm. They said, uh, you know, instead of instead of focusing on cat turd, talk about these 
you know, go volunteer. I agree 100%. Go volunteer, go to the polls, get your friends, you know, right. vote it. What, what I will call it right now is if anyone's seen the movie, pay it forward. Let's vote it forward, right? right. You get three people, they get three people. It's an, it's an exponential effect. Mm-hmm. I think if you can phone bank, do it. If you can volunteer, do it. Go to the polls, go vote, ignoring the polls. Do not look at well, the, the polls. There's only one poll that matters. Right. And I know we want to talk about Bonehead of the Week poll, but the one poll that actually matters in this country is the one that's going to happen on November 8th. So I I appreciate the person bringing it up because I do want to call attention. And all of these things are connected. Right. These accounts are connected and promoting these people like Lindsey Graham Mm -hmm. and Herschel Walker to run for office that they are trying to support. These are the people that are doing anything they can. To put these types of people, these fascists, these people who want to take away your rights, who want to be hypocrites in office, these are the people that are running for office that we need to make sure are not in office, right? These, I want to, you know, I'm I'm a patriot and I care for my freedom and my liberty and this and that. No, these people, again, rights of me, not for thee. They don't care about you. They don't care about anything. If you look at the past few months, the only people that have been passing legislation that has been actually for the constituents and for the American people are the Democratic Party, whether it's the Inflation Reduction Act or the CHIPS Act or, you know, helping reduce uh, child poverty and, you know, uh, helping to fund school lunches, helping to make sure that America is actually back on track, right? Like GDP numbers came out the other day. They were good. Reducing inflation is good. Reducing gas prices. You know, all of these things that Republicans complain about, they are unwilling to actually come to the table and help out with, right? And all of the people that are running, all of the people that the Republican Party are, are pushing, especially like Lindsey Graham, and that's why he found himself on Bonehead of the Week, they're pushing these candidates who are just puppets. They're just puppets well, doing this, and pushing this, yep. themselves as a as another seat that can add a vote against the the um, the things that would actually help this country. And this And this video shows that puppetry. Mm-hmm. I mean, perfectly. It shows that. The, the, and you know what? I'm just thinking about that. What if Lindsey Graham is cat turd? I'm just saying. What if it's a sock puppet account? I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. I mean, I could be. Listen, Gabe is right on this. Cat turd may sound funny. And that that dialogue may be like, what does that have to do with the election? It has everything to do with it because they love a cat turd loves to push videos like this in a way that they want to perpetuate what happens mm-hmm. in this video. And before I play it, I want to say, we watched the video from Thomas describe who Herschel Walker is and what he represents. And this video is another fucking check mark on the box where Lindsey Graham, a white Southern man, gets to speak for mm-hmm. Herschel Walker, the black man, in this video. Literally, this is the trope, and this is the thing that Thomas was talking about in that video. This checks another one of those boxes. Watch this clip. It's not that long, but this is why, to me, Lindsey Graham is bonehead of the week. They're scared to death of Herschel Walker, because if Herschel Walker becomes a Republican, maybe every other young child in America of color might want to be a Republican. That's what they're trying to do. Don't let them get away with it. TeamHerschel.com. I want the biggest night for the Herschel Walker campaign to be tonight. He is almost as red as that background, by the way. Like he is right. Well, you talk about puppetry there. Holy shit. This guy is is off the fucking rails. Lindsey Graham is spewing, right? Instead of saying, Hey, we should come together and we should work together. Obviously it's very hard when one side is 
unwilling, promotes violence, promotes conspiracy theories, promotes a, a coup and overthrowing of a government, wants to remove rights, uh, wants to uh, strip. Hang a vice president. Hang a vice kill, president. Kill a speaker of the house. Wants hmm. to take away the 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 rights of women to choose what they can and can't do with their own body, right? This is a group that says limited government. I don't want an overreaching government. I want my body, my choice. But at this, in our you know pro life and we're we're pro this and pro that. No, they are not. They are pro themselves. They are pro selfish. That is what they are. They don't care about you. They they are using everyone. They are using Herschel Walker as a puppet, as a talking point, as a, another seat in the Senate, so they can have majority when it comes to voting on something that would actually help you and me and everyone else in this country. Is this the type of person, either of these two people, these are the type of people when your, when your state is, is experiencing a natural disaster or is experiencing some other atrocity that's happening? You want these two people saying, you know what? We could do something to help you right now, uh, but we're not. We could be sending you aid and assistance when your state is experiencing a hurricane or or any other uh, other kind of uh, 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 event. But instead, uh, we won't do that. But when our state is experiencing that, we will 100% vote for that socialism and use that federal taxpayer money to help us. But not you. But not you. Just us. Well, they're definitely hypocrites and they're definitely boneheads. And Lindsey Graham, this this pause here on this video is oh, perfect. It is. Look at that. Yeah. Look at that beauty. Oh my God! You Someone know, you've got Herschel Walker, this. totally oh. clueless. Lindsey Graham, just like he is hitting a boiling point. Face is getting red. <laughs> this the way in which he directs his anger, <laughs> yells at Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker just sits there like I'm just here. I don't. I was just told to be here at this time. Right. And then is yelling to be like I want everyone out voting for Team Herschel. I want this and I want that. And I want. Th-. It's like, dude. Calm down, take a fucking chill pill, like maybe take a Xanax or something, because you need to fucking just chill. And let me ask you, let the, me ask you, yeah. let me ask you. Do you think Herschel Walker is sitting here thinking, is this is this the point where I pull out the badge? Is this it? Is this yeah. the Do I need to tell people I'll <laughs> check their their papers? Is this right? Is this the part where I pull out my prop badge? Is this the part? I he's not sure exactly where. He's just like, is it now? Right. Like you're, he's thinking inside his internal dialogues. Like, I'm and not sure when to pull it out, but I know I gotta get my fake badge yeah. out at some point. He's like, I'm I gotta show it, right? And they're like, no, keep it. Don't no, I told you yeah. not to bring that. Damn right. It. <laughs> and it, again, one of those things like we have to control this guy from what he says, because if you were to leave Herschel Walker to his own kind of free will, he would say something like he's done in the past that is so incredibly dumb and outrageous. And then the Republican Party says, oh, you know who we need? We need Tom Cotton, a white guy, we right. need Rick Scott, a white guy. We need Lindsey Graham, a white guy. We need Donald Trump, a white guy. We need all of these white people right. to come forward and talk for him. Right. Right. That's that the is, trope. That's, that what, is the that's trope. what Thomas was like, talking oh, about in the video. This, this black guy running for office said some stuff. He's in a bit of a jam. Who's going to fix it and tell the people and speak on his right. behalf? Mm-hmm. It's going to be a white guy. You right? should thank the white man, right, Gabe? Isn't that exactly. what they're telling you? That's, that I mean, what, that's, telling what, you? that's what I well, have people telling me. That's why Lindsey Graham is the bonehead of the week this week. And really, I mean, he's pretty much a bonehead as the rest of these are every single week. So let's give Lady G his due. Oh, 
Lindsey Graham, Lady G, you mm-hmm. are a bonehead as you will be now and forever. You are a bonehead and a bonehead of the week. This week, thanks for joining us for Bonehead of the Week. This edition, you can watch Bonehead of the Week every single Friday on the Tony Michaels podcast in the second hour or the replay here on the Midas Touch Network. Don't forget, if you're on the Midas Touch Network, to hit that subscribe button. It's really mm-hmm. easy, really easy, Gabe. And if you want to vote for Bonehead of the Week, just go over and follow our show. Our channel, the Tony Michaels Podcast. You can vote on YouTube there as long as I get it up in, in time. And you can also vote on Twitter. So go follow us at Tony Michaels Pod. That is where you vote for Bonehead of the Week. You can also download every single episode of our podcast and Bonehead of the Week mm-hmm. on, on Sunday. We post Bonehead of the Week on Apple, Spotify, Google, your favorite directories. Make sure while you're subscribing to the Tony Michaels Podcast to listen to Bonehead of the Week, make sure you're leaving us a great review while you're subscribing. And don't forget... Don't forget to stay warm out there while you're standing in line voting. Go to store.dtonymichaels.com. That's store.dtonymichaels.com and grab your Liberty sweatshirts, pullover hoodies, and zip-up hoodies. It's going to be cold. It's getting cold outside, and make sure you stay warm. Just go to store.dtonymichaels.com, store.dtonymichaels.com. This has been another great edition of Bonehead of the Week. Mm-hmm. Everyone, if you're on the podcast, stick around. we got a few announcements. But if you're on the Midas Touch channel, we will see you next week. This has been Bonehead of the Week. <laughs> Bonehead of the week. Bonehead, bonehead of the week. Bonehead, bonehead. It's we're we're over thirty minutes. Uh, these people are going to think we're going to start doing three hours every day if we don't oh, careful. Boy. They're going to expect it. Uh, everyone, thanks for joining us here at the Tony Michaels Podcast. Thanks for sticking around for Bonehead of the Week. We're glad to have you back here today, today Gabe. Even though you're in some kind of undisclosed deep state CIA location, who knows? Maybe right, right, I'm right. going to go visit Elon Musk at Twitter oh, today. We'll see. Are you going to go try to get a job? Are you leaving the Tony Michaels Podcast no. to go work for? Kat no, Kurt I did. And Elon? I did. <laughs> I did joke with Tony last night. I was like, hey, maybe I should go just work for Twitter now. Wouldn't that be hilarious? That would Wouldn't it would that, be pretty would funny. Be fucking I do, do know you could do it like while you're working, you could do the show. I don't know, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I do I do know for a fact because I've got I've got friends who work at Twitter and other tech yeah. companies mm-hmm. in SF because again shh, I used to No, don't shh, don't <laughs> don't tell secrets like CIA secrets and stuff. You can't tell those kind of secrets here. Uh <laughs> I do know. I do mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Um that right now there are people that are leaving Twitter because like I'm not gonna fucking deal with this shit Fuck right this shit, you know right? well Elon but how like, but how would you really know when you're gonna go like why wouldn't you just go on your own terms I mean that's kind of right right thought. so some people are leaving on their own terms a lot of these tech companies like Facebook and other ones are are looking and swooping in and taking talent from Twitter right now because there is a desire for people to get yeah. out of that company so they're like oh great I'll do it right? right and obviously that does help Elon Musk because Elon's like. I'm doing a psyop right now, and I say I'm going to remove 75% of the people that are here, right? Which a global company mm-hmm. for how many different logistical operations are happening at one time for that company? Moderation, uh, design, uh, customer service, which Elon seems to be doing that personally for Cat Turd. Uh, <laughs> you, you have all these positions, right? That take a, There's a lot of management, people that are executing, and people that are supporting those decisions, Right. Uh, you want to take away 75%, that's not a realistic thing. And what he's doing is a PSYOP, which is to get people believing 
that he's going to come and he's going to remove these people. Obviously, the right. first he's like, CEO and CFO, you're out the first day. People are like, oh, they got owned. It's like, dude, I'm pretty sure their packages on the way out were pretty nice. They've also got stock options and are getting right. paid out of a $44 billion amount that was overvaluation. Yeah, exactly. So when all these people on the right wing are like, <laughs> oh man, these guys got fucking owned by the fucking troll king, it's like, do you know how much money they made? Elon got drenched. Elon got drenched in this deal. Okay, oh, yeah. so so here's what I'll tell you. The craziest part to me is that most of these Elon stands claim to love crypto and Bitcoin and mm -hmm. they're big capitalists and all this shit. And they have no clue how capitalism works at all. And I can tell just by what they say about this deal, because here's the fact. And the fact remains that if there truly is a market for Twitter, if there truly is a market for Twitter, either Twitter will fill that market mm -hmm. or someone else will. Right. Right. That's capitalism. That is what drives the market. And that's what they don't understand of why Elon really, truly didn't want to buy Twitter at this price because he got drenched on this deal. Absolutely mm -hmm. fucking drenched. I, I see I see several different scenarios. Mm -hmm. the, the most likely scenario is he destroys Twitter over time. Yeah. And someone comes in and fills that market. Now, that's why people like Facebook and these other social media outlets are looking to recruit their talent mm -hmm. because they would like to, I don't know, replicate what Twitter is doing in the market successfully. Right. And that is where the gap will be filled. Now, rather, rather it is this, either he destroys Twitter and then has to sell it for pennies on the dollar, which I believe that's probably what, what will eventually happen is he will destroy it. It will be just a right. fucking sh pile of shit. It won't really be recoverable. So he will have to sell it for pennies on the dollar. Um, mm -hmm. And it will probably be done in some kind of venture capitalist, uh, you know, scenario, because that's really probably, I, I mean, he couldn't even afford this. He had to go to financiers to give him the money to loan in the money to buy right. this thing. So I think that's probably what will happen, which, Ultimately, Twitter will survive to some degree, possibly, mm -hmm. um, but but no fear, because really the back of Twitter is the journalist, is the news. Mm -hmm. That's the idea. So when you when you take that marketability out of the equation and you say, well, if Twitter can't do it, can someone else? That's where other companies are going to swoop in. And if anyone isn't fucking thinking that there are fucking vultures, I yeah. mean, straight capitalist vultures right now planning on absolutely fucking burying Elon Musk and Twitter today, as we speak, they are across, they are in tape in rooms talking across tables right now about how they are going to destroy Elon Musk and Twitter with capitalism. Right. And they just, and they don't understand and it there. And there's a couple other things. One, I saw someone say they just joined tribal, which is the occupied Democrats. Look, I'm going to tell you right now, do not join that app. Okay. If you read the terms of service and what you're actually agreeing yeah. to, they can use your content in advertisements and other places without your consent. They basically own it. Anything you put on that website, they will own. So I don't think it's going to do very well because here's the thing that people need to understand when it comes to social media apps, right? You can either have a very niche idea and have a very active community, but you won't have, you won't have a general uh, uh, type of, it's like, you know, so, going so to you're a saying like, only. like, like, uh, like, well, like a Pinterest or, where where the original idea is very niche it's very right boiled but it grew, down. it grew to more right. things right they had right. they they allowed other kind of monetization aspects into it so these things 
you need to remember that like if you go niche like i just mentioned a moment ago like if you do farmers only right mm-hmm. you make fun of it but there's a, a fair amount of people that are there that will get here i'll say this there is an active community it's not a big community but it's a very active community because you've got a niche market right now Wh- which is a, which generally is a profitable community right yeah it an definitely act- can be if right. you've got an active actively highly engaged model you know there's another thing that's called the 99 1% model and when you're dealing with um, the type of audience or community, 90% of people that join your community will typically just be lurkers. They're just going to be on it, watching. They don't really right. engage. 9% of that will then so okay, uh, I'll do a little bit of engagement. Not a lot. I might tweet or whatever in the event of, of Twitter. And then there's 1% that are fucking active. They're tweeting all the time, liking, retweeting, DMing, all the stuff. They're part of that community. 99. Are you saying one, we're are you saying we're the 1%? Is that what you're saying? We're part of the 1%. <laughs> the top 1% will say. Because at the end it all adds up to that 100%. I've never right? been called that before. Well, you know. There's a first time I've been, for everything. I've been called a lot of things but never been been accused of being the 1%. That's so this is this is something else. You've got Jack Dorsey who is already starting his own social media company. Wait, 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 wait. Stop right there. <laughs> you're telling me, you're telling me what I was just saying, because there is a person out there. If you could pinpoint a person, Gabe, that was like, okay, if there's one person that understands what the market in Twitter is, mm-hmm. and there's one person who could probably replicate and fill that market need, who would it be? Who would that one person be? You know, it might be someone who was formerly the CEO and one of the people who helped start uh, a social media company like Twitter. Oh, is who is who is this Jack Dorsey character again? Who's this guy you're talking about? You know, about? he's a guy that, uh, you know, was well, still is. He's running Square at the time. or still is, right. but also was running Twitter. I mean, he's running from building to building. But here's the thing. You've got a guy who has years of experience, like from the begin, like 2000, 2009, 2010, I think, right. uh, or earlier, maybe 2008. Because he was uh, really there in the beginning. But, well, I mean, because he was there when um, before Twitter was a, a really a big thing. Right. right. I mean, remember that Twitter before was like all SMS based. You were sending this through a text message to go right. online. That's a, a protocol that they were using to get these tweets out, right? Well, I mean, and originally it was it wasn't it wasn't a pri- or a public company because right? right. so many people have this confusion that that twitter wasn't always public or something that yeah it, no it wasn't right. always yeah so the the thing you have to remember there is that you've got a company that this guy helped start years mm-hmm. ago and was a right. ceo of right i mean there have been other people who are ceo and then yeah and I, I the other thing too that you have to keep in mind about jack dorsey is he's the one who made it he, he monetized it because it was very difficult to monetize twitter right it was very difficult because they didn't make it really i mean maybe i'm wrong but it didn't seem like they made it to be much monetized mo- so he worked I'm, through that process right yeah i mean there were other there were other ways in which the company makes their money and right what they were originally doing is basically just Oh, if you want to pay to run ads on this site, which is kind of like the foundation of their monetization, there's other ways that you can make money and pay for. There's also like consumer based ones like Blue. If you want to pay, I think it's like three bucks or 10 bucks or whatever it is to get these certain features. Right. right? Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, oh, I can edit or redo a tweet within the first 30 minutes or whatever it is. Or I forget the time frame. Yeah, I'm not sure. But when you when you look at these things, you have to remember that this person has Years of experience. One of the companies that is like the fucking foundation of society and how we get information out nowadays, right? Many people within that team, I mean, you've got people from Facebook that's like, I regret inventing the like button. 
right? I regret <laughs> inventing this aspect of, right. of, of Twitter, right? There are people that are like, oh, shit. I did not realize at the time when I created this that it would have as big of an impact as it would today and most likely a negative impact, right? If you see the trajectory that we're on with social media, it's not good. Right. right. When you're saying when you're when you're weighing pros and cons is what you're saying. Right. It can be used as good. However, there are external forces, let's say uh, Russia, other propaganda, other, you know, conservative human forces. condition, human condition. Yeah. People are going to manipulate those things however they can to better their situation. And social media is just a tool that can help accelerate that. Right. Mm -hmm. So you've got Jack Dorsey creating his own social media company. You've got Elon Musk, who has literally stated there's an interview. Um, I don't know if I was having a chat with you, but there's an interview where he says what Twitter needs to do is just copy WeChat. And if people don't know what WeChat is, it's basically the all encompassing app within China. You can pay through it. You can shop through it. You can chat through it. You can call, you can do this, all that. It's everything. Everything is connected, connected through WeChat. You're basically making an app, that goes in or a way that comes in through the central repository, which is WeChat. And that's the ecosystem that you live in. What Elon wants to do is create the same thing. Now, Facebook has already kind of delved it's, into it's that. Almost They've there. already it's tried, almost there. right? Yeah. You know, they, they're like, oh, well, the real, the real tactile world is enough. We need to go meta. We need to add legs to these virtual people, which is like, <laughs> that's where the priorities are nowadays. Weird, weird. So weird when, you, when you look at Twitter and what Elon's going to offer, you have to then remember that he doesn't, just like with Tesla, just like with you know SpaceX, just like with his solar company, these aren't innovative ideas. He's not crazy or reinventing the well, he is crazy. He's not reinventing the wheel, <laughs> or rather, sorry. Yeah, he's not reinventing the wheel. He's just creating what other people have done and copied it in that shape and form, right? He's taking something that China has done with WeChat and said, what we need to do is buy Twitter, copy WeChat, make money. Those are the three things. So if you begin to see that trend or those changes happening on Twitter, it's because that's the idea. I'm not saying that they don't work. I'm just saying that when you put someone in, in power who buys a company for $44 billion and the priority is to help cat turd out with their loss of followers being shadow banned, <laughs> probably not the right person for the job, but also not someone who's going to oh, challenge the company and society to actually better it, despite what he tweets out to advertisers to say, this can't be a, uh, a free-for-all hellscape, right? He's like, look, free speech is cool. And I think uh, it was Trevor Noah yesterday was like, free speech is cool and all, but you know what's even better? Money. Right. And that's what it comes down to. He says he's not there to make money, but he ultimately is there to make money. He just spent $13 billion of his own like dollars, had to sell stock and do this and do that. He is in it for the money. He just spent $13 billion that he has to pay back to these banks. And he's... 100% in it for the money and also whatever influence he has, right? Because we also have to remember there's a lot of theories out there about right now Tesla can't sell on actual dealership lots. You have to right. go to these other kind of – you have to either order it online or sometimes you there's like even here in L.A., uh, there's a Tesla store where you can order through, right? right? But you can't actually go to a dealership. But what you could do is, I don't know, use Twitter as a way to influence the politics to change those things, right? Or change the perception. Because the car manufacturers are really creeping up on Tesla. 
right? Right, like, exactly. Like the American car manufacturers were not on board with the electric cars. Yeah. Now that the American infrastructure will be changing, they're going, the American manufacturers and the foreign manufacturers that have plants here and dealerships exactly. here like Toyota, Kia, these other right. um, uh, foreign manufacturers that have plants so and, when you, and dealerships here. Yeah, when, when they're you catching look, up. They're catching mm-hmm, up fast. They're catching up. And when you look at the comparison of, of normal, Amer- or not even American you know, companies, but you have foreign companies as well, when you look at the representation of what they offer in terms of an alternative fuel option, right? Despite Republicans being like, ah, I want gas only. Uh, you you <laughs> oh look at God. what they're offering and they're like, these things, trucks, sedans, uh, vans, whatever they might be, are offering an alternative to Tesla, a more uh, cost-effective alternative to well, and, Tesla. And a more attractive they have one. A, but a but a right. more attractive one. You keep breaking. I mean, up. you've got you keep breaking. You got uh, comp- Oh, sorry. Well, well, uh, it, well yes, a more attractive you got, option. You well because you got like pickup trucks and different types of vehicles that are entering into the market, which wasn't there before. Which Tesla is trying so hard to get the Tesla truck and these things, but he hasn't been able to do that because he doesn't have like you said the infrastructure for the dealership. I think you're good now. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I mean, I totally agree. It is it is creating that attractive model, and that's really what it comes down to. Is like you've got these companies who finally, finally, because Elon Musk didn't invent the electric car. It's been around for a very long time. It was just that these companies and oil companies and gas companies wanted to control what was there because they want to make money. I mean, if you look at Q three profits, right? It was Q three profits that just mm-hmm. came out, and it revealed that they're over the you know in comparison to last year, there was a huge increase. Right. And people need to understand that it's it's not inflation that's changing these prices, but it's the company, the private company itself or right, they're publicly traded. But the decisions that these companies are making to say, you know what we should do? We should bump up the price because people really need gas right now. And what we're going to do is we're going to blame it on this war over here. Right. Or we're going right. to blame it on these politics, despite the fact that somebody like Biden and, and Democrats are using something that would help fight the price gouging. And Republicans say, no. No, no, no. We can't actually help the American people. Why would you do well, that? Well, they That's actually crazy. want the Republicans want gas to be high so they can blame it on Joe Biden. And then what they want is after after this midterm, they want it to rise and keep rising and keep rising and keep rising. You keep you keep exactly. freezing. You keep freezing. Um, and Ugh. keep rising, keep rising, keep. Re- it's probably that deep state connection you got there. It's the CIA tapping it, in on that connection, probably. I know. There, I think it's. I think. I think where I am right now, they're telling me, hey, you guys can't go to three hours right now. Oh, is that what it is? Because we are so close to three hours. We can't prove to this audience that we can do three hours or they'll expect it because they they, you are the best audience in the world. And it is Friday. And I know we're just days away from Halloween. So Mm -hmm. um, everyone it's already scary enough. That's right. It's scary enough. But have a safe weekend. Um, Again, uh, we run on your support. And I hate to throw a commercial in here, but um, we do run on your support. So like, share. Uh, get this to your family members show these clips that we show every day to those people uh, also you can follow us everywhere on social media and if you can if you can give a tip you can go leave a one-time tip or a monthly tip at tonymichaels.live or you can go to the merch store store.dtonymichaels.com grab your favorite merch G- G- did you see um this uh, here you see the uh, the lock them up Banner. Oh, I did. Yeah. yeah Looks nice. That's on the store active right now. So I think there's a coffee mug, some other stuff with the lock them up 
on there. So if you want to go grab your banner, go grab it now at store.dtonymichaels.com. Mm-hmm. Everyone, have a great weekend. Stay safe. Have a happy, happy, uh, um, let's see. Have a happy Halloween, and we will see you soon. We will see you soon as we do every single weekday, Monday through Friday, noon Eastern, 11 Central, 9 Pacific, right here on YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Until Monday, surf's up, motherfuckers. You've been listening to the Tony Michaels Podcast. Podcast. In your face commentary of current events and political news. No rules, no boundaries. I think we've made that perfectly clear. We hope you enjoyed the show and we'll be back soon. In the meantime, follow Tony on social media at the Tony Michaels. And until next time, raise a fist and repeat after me. Fuck them. Murphy's Mealborn, head-ass speaking.